The land of Numeria hides countless mysteries and wonders. Hidden in cold metal tombs that fell from the sky thousands of years ago are strange artifacts of unknown origin. In a land filled with chaotic barbarian tribes and the sinister machinations of Technic League wizards, a small group of adventurers rise to help the town of Torch regain its prosperity. Little do they know that this is only the first step on a path that will lead them to providing a guiding hand in the rise of a new divine force in Galarian. RPG MP3 is excited to present this online game, played through Roll20 and streamed live over Twitch. Follow our unorthodox group of heroes as they become embroiled in the affairs of powers beyond their reckoning in this sci-fi fantasy mashup adventure path for Pathfinder First Edition. Join us as we reveal the power of the Iron Gods. Hello, Hello Nicholas. Hello. You seem far away. Yes, I am very far away. You are far away. It sounds like you're down a big pipe. And there's a van behind you. Yes, like there is there is some noise in the background, so I'm basically gonna try to be playing like push to talk this game. Oh, push to talk's always fun. We mean get a couple of Oh good. Alright, welcome to Pathfinder Iron God session 32. I can't believe you've done 32 sessions of this. Um on rpgmp3.com. Come visit us on the website, see us on the Twitter and the Facebook and all that social media junk. Come visit us on the Discord where you can See what they're drinking tonight. Apparently there's a bougie Merlot going on over there at Wit's house, and uh, who knows what thing and Bill are drinking. Bougie Merlot. Oh, we put it in smug. The the smug. The snug. Snug. It's called it's snug. In the snug. Cool. In the snug. Hey. Hey, Hi. thing. Thank you. Oh. You are most welcome. Wow. It's nice. This thing is so cool. It's literally the size of my head. Have you have you no. actually filled it yet? No, I've not filled it yet. I put half a bottle of wine in it for last night's game, and it came up to here. You I think we could probably or something. It could easily take two and a half bottles of wine without much of an issue. We need to get you a giant swirly straw for that. <laughs> With Mickey think? Mouse ears. Yes. <laughs> Well, I figured Hal should have the biggest mug of all of us for when we get a down and one, but we need to get him to fill it entirely right. with rum. Rum. Right, because right, that's always going to be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, let's kill the DM, why don't we? Right. <laughs> but then we win, right? Maybe if we kill him with booze, we can get him to show us some mercy. No mercy no. for you. <laughs> that's crazy talk. You're probably right. Why would we, why would we want mercy? Where's the fun there? <laughs> <laughs> I our, our random encounters versus the Hycosa random encounters is, is uh, definitely a bit of disparity. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. Yours, yours is incredibly difficult. The Hiscosa ones actually have level barriers and stuff. They they just turn into, what was it, lycanthropic uh, uh, jackasses? What was it? <laughs> They, they were jackasses last night. That is oh, true. They, they did finish turning into them, then, eh? Oh, interesting. Oh, no, no, they, 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 they figured it out before they got there, but gotcha. they, were, they were pretty close. 
We, I however, are that. looking to blow shit up. We're gonna detonate stuff, right? Oh, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna juggle explosives tonight. That's always a fun one. I, I'm, I'm torn between trying to optimize to figure out exactly the the minimum amount of explosives we could use because the silex is worth a pretty penny, and there's other things we could blow up. But also, blowing it up is kind of a screw you to the uh, Lords of Rust since they want all the explosives for their excavating. Excavate. Well, remember also it could mean like it's uh, the the town that was getting all the power sucked out of it. So it's kind of like something that the party just wants to get rid of, so this never happens again, right? Well, yeah. I have I have I have a modicum of loyalty to Torch and a and a modicum of loyalty to me being able to afford more wizard stuff. <laughs> I think Silex is worth a bunch. They got like three bricks of it, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought we had four. Was it four? Uh, three charges and three detonators. Do you have three? When it says charges, it's not charges. It's actually blocks of silex. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because you could oh, put yeah. them all together and make one really big charge. <laughs> silex is worth 3,600 gold pieces new. Which means oh. it sells for 1,800 in, in an open market. Uh, a single use of Silex is a 40-foot explosion that deals 66 points of bludgeoning damage and 66 points of fire damage to all creatures and objects in the area. Reflex save for half. Uh, so in other words, it's kind of like be like the kids that you know holding an M80 and you know <laughs> using their fists and closing it and letting it blow up. Right. Well, if we if we put put some in Bully Gup's helmet and then he jumps on the back of the big ogre thing and shoves his head uh, I do down. not like this idea it seems like I would just get blown up no? well true, okay, Kiernan, because he can dodge out of anything, he tells me exactly yeah. Kiernan will be okay then I, I have it on, on good authority that I can freely fireball wherever Kiernan is and he will just dodge out of the way mysteriously yeah, you tell yourself that there is only one way to find out. So we ended up with uh, talking to the barbarians and having a feast with them last time. Oh, oh, oh. I did more than talk. I did a lot more than talk. Wow. And their children apparently were able to per perceive past my grand disguise of illusionists. Right, because you're such a good actor, Beatbags. <laughs> Perhaps I need to do more work on adjusting my vocal modulations to better imitate human speech patterns. You are, you are right. It looks like there's a V behind me. It looks like I'm at some kind of rally. It kind of looks like you're in your own evil lair, but with bad lighting. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I said he looked like the uh, Willy Wonka. Uh, hallway where it got real small at the end there. He's in that. Where so, the hell are you? So we should all save a prayer for Becca because she has to be up at she has a video conference tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Oh, what she, What's she doing at 7 a.m. for a video conference? Because uh, the conference is being held in the UK. So I guess it's like sometime in the afternoon. 7, well, 7 a.m. is like when I get up for work. What are you talking about? No, no, but the, the conference I guess is in the UK. And so I guess it's in the afternoon. 
So here it'd be seven right. o'clock our time. Yeah, I bought tickets for a streaming professor elemental concert in the UK next Friday, ah, cool. which is I think eleven thirty of my time. AM or PM? Oh, AM. That's not terrible. I mean, we're only like five or six hours ahead. Mm -hmm. It's not awful. Yeah. It's it's so I can do it on my lunch break since I'm still working for the next few months. We used to get up early to watch uh, football games over there and just get, you know, shit drunk, like at eight in the morning. As you would. That's that's what yeah. you need to do with football games. Go right, how, how we're ready. We are ready. Are you, apparently Tim's ready, everyone. Hang on, he's saying it's too, I'm saying it's too dark in here, so I'm just going to adjust my lighting. I apologize. Hold on. Now he just wants to show that shit off again. Look at the buttons. Ooh, look at the colors. Oh, Look at the colors. Look at the buttons. Uh, Actually, I did yeah. my colors last time. That a bit brighter? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit better. It's very dark, Darth Maulish. That's a little bit better. <laughs> you actually have some skin tone now. That better? Yeah, he's the color a little. He's English. He doesn't have it's skin. Less tone. red. Pasty's a tone. Blue's a great oh, cool. color on you. Yeah. DJ. Oh my god. Can you get to to work off the sound of the uh Oh my god. Are we oh, gonna go through all geez. the colors, Hal? I mean, there are a lot of colors. I mean, it, it, has like, it has like 30 million, so it's going to take a little while. There, there, there. That's good. Stop what you're doing. Perfect. Even like that. No, damn it. No. I, I would like to say I am, you know, using my mobile data and uh, taking time out of, like, rehearsal to, to play this game. So maybe if we could actually do some gaming, that would be nice. Oh, yeah, I'm, wait, I'm with wait. you, Nick. Hang on, hang on. Hang on a second, Tim. What's going on there? All right. What? Okay, so. Chewbacca. Soon as Nick asked, we'll proceed. Because he's oh. using his mobile data and taking time out of rehearsals. What are you rehearsing? That's, that's, that's implying when Tim asks, it's fuck you, Tim. I know, right? Fuck you, Tim. Learn some real haiku. Oh shit! Are you, are you chopping your penis off at this event, Mister Nick? Uh, not at this one, no. Oh, at least I hope not. Stuff. We never know. Anything can happen. All right, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Oh. Okay, so you uh, awaken, I guess, because you slept and all that shit uh, after the barbarian feasting and orgy and orgy. <laughs> And uh, what are you going to be doing this fine morning? Well, there's going to be lots of little kellid tadpoles in about nine months, right? So <sighs> we, have, we, we have to be sure we're out of town by then, right? They might need some magical assistance for that level of uh, interbreeding. <laughs> they will not get pregnant the way we did it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and thus, and thus yet, an, yet, yet another podcast with the explicit tag put on it. Right. You can only get pregnant when she's on her period, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Especially when he's a, a frogman spreading his spawn. <laughs> you must keep this smut in fantasy. 
No. Right. All right. So we woke up. Na, 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 Sounded like we sounded like we really hit things off in a diplomatic way with the Kellids. Um, sounds like the from a recap perspective, it sounds like the uh, king or this uh, noble was essentially uh, kicked out of his tribe because of technology. Right? He's got a cybernetic arm, but others others seem to either not like the current king or like the cut of this guy's jib because we've already seen some nomadic tribes show up at Scrapwall to swear fealty to this guy is what we saw the other night, right? Like a whole bunch of them came into town. And yes. so uh, we, it sounds like we kicked things off with it pretty well and uh, seemed to have a good rapport with this guy. Um, I, I think some of the children figured out I'm an android and weren't horrified or tried to kill me, so... Of course, saying that to us, with us. Yeah, exactly. Saying that out loud around them to us didn't help your disguise either, right? Well. <laughs> hey, I think they know I'm an android, guys, despite my best efforts. Hey, I used a chamber pot and everything. <laughs> There's only two people that can detect androids, right? <laughs> All right. Okay, so... Uh... I think that was pretty much it. Our plan was to still get more scrap worth in town, but uh, we did get those Silex charges, and we still have the detonators from where we collected them. Was that? Did we find the detonators at the Manticore layer and the Silex charges we found in the uh, crashed spaceship? Right. I believe the detonators uh, Red Tooth gave us for rescuing her brother as part of the reward. It was in one of the boxes. Mm, right. So, let's go blow some stuff up. In the middle of, are you going in the daytime? Sure, why not? You don't want to go in the middle of the daytime? I no, think I it'll no make... Problem. I think it might make a better show at night, especially if they are going to be doing an arena. Well, the thing Although, is, like, do they have an arena every day? I thought they no. only did that, like, whenever they're trying to show, you know, force or power, or probably what they use is, like, humiliation, right? Well, I mean, if we blow the receiver array now, <laughs> we might take the mind meddler with it if it's really a thing and it's still there and not just part of people's hallucinations but then we get a chance of being drafted to the arena while we're low on resources if it happens the same day mm -hmm. although day is the best time to observe and figure out the exact great place for placement of yeah take down their range. fair i mean do they need to know that we blew it up that's the scrap worth part of it right yeah. i mean but do they need to know right away I would say that's pretty important before somebody else takes credit for it. Okay. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure most of the other gangs won't want to take credit for it because it's going to draw some ire and we'll have been seen going up that path. <laughs> Not if there's someone who's really good at being sneaky and can dodge people's sight at at any moment and you can never be seen like by anyone. <laughs> Well, true. If he wants to run up there on his own and just place everything while we're there, uh, you know. Do we know the range of these detonators? 
I mean, you can make me an engineering check if you like. I do yeah. like. We'll try that as well, or I can aid. Uh, 30. I think that's fine. Yeah, it's 40 foot radius. The explosion so, or the distance of the detonators? From the explosives when I... Oh, the here. detonators, yes. Uh, you don't know. 40 foot from the explosion would make a bad mistake. <laughs> detonator. I don't actually know the range, but I remember it being quite far. One, two, five. Three, sir. Three. 400 kilometers. <laughs> Nato has a range of a thousand feet. Okay. Which one has a range of a thousand feet? The detonator. The detonator? Okay. Yeah. It can be used to trigger cranial bombs, silex, and other explosives remotely. Cranial bombs, you say? Mm -hmm. Ooh. What did you say the range was? A thousand feet? Yeah. A thousand feet. So how far is it from where we're standing to the receiver array? Less than three Good. squares, right? Aren't they 400 feet wide, the big squares? And where are you standing? Uh, I assumed you were back at Hawk Palace. Which will be quite a ways. Yeah, Hawk Palace is thousands of feet away from the receiver array. Well, I was, just trying, to, I was trying to think, like, on the map where we can go to actually... The be in range with the receiver array. Yeah, on the map, we'd have to be down that hall, uh, down that uh, valley pretty far yeah. because remember, the each one of those squares map. is yeah, each one of those squares is 400 feet. So we're less than three squares away. We have to be from that receiver array on the map. So Fair it's enough. Because I, I had thought maybe it'd be cool to be on top of the scrap wall, overlooking <clears> the <throat> arena or kind of in view of everyone, and say, "All right, that's it." This thing goes away, and then we just hit the button and watch it blow up behind us, kind of like all badass style, but now mm. no one's going to see it now, right? I mean, as long as you're 50 feet away, you're not going to get caught in the explosion, right? Well, it was more about being really far away and having the town populace see it from a distance, right? But we don't, we can't. So basically, if we coordinate that, Sing, didn't you have some kind of cantrip spell? Didn't Alexander have a cantrip spell to... Uh, send a message over a distance. Like if I was there ready to push the plunger or you were, and we said, okay, we're going to blow this array up and then tell you remotely via magic to hit the button. I mean, I could spontaneously that... cast one. I don't have any grand ones for that, but directly. I mean, I think they'll get the idea because it's going to be pretty loud and noticeable from across most of Scrapple, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, I guess... I mean, I guess they're going to know that we did, right? Like, everything else we've done in the town, they have all figured out that it was us. They've got spies everywhere, and um, when none of the other gangs are uh, going to have done it, it's either going to be us or some mysterious outsider that came in. So, do we want to... Do we, do we want to go to the receiver array in the morning and then see what happens? Or do we want to wait wait at, until nighttime? Or do you think we're able to figure out the engineering part at night for the receiver array? Probably. I've still got pretty good vision. Did we just lose oh. Bill? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I hit the back button. Oh, 
mouse. It's like you and Thing are constantly backing in and out of this it's game. That it's that Mac Magic Mouse. It's like you, you move your finger the wrong way, and it's like, oh, you mm -hmm. mean to go backwards. Yeah, I need to disable that uh, on a profile for this. Yeah. Well, sure. um, I, I had your video for a minute, and now I don't. Yeah, it's it's refreshing right now. So okay, cool. Right. I mean, there's always the chance that that mind meddler wasn't entirely in your mind and is still up there too. It'll make you have bad feelings and thoughts. When well, something was jacking with my mind. There was something there that was messing with me. That that's what you said, and you did appear to have a little wisdom damage, although it is well, hard to tell. It, it wasn't just me though. It was somebody else in the party too. Uh, I mean, was, was it Tatia? Right? Me? Yeah, Tatia did. So it's probably something valid, actually. That or she just had empathy. Well, there was something there that messed with me and Tatia while we were there. Well, I'm either immune or lucky. Probably immune, because I'm better. You know, in the androidness. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I don't do fear, so it seems to be playing on fear. Just wave, wave a ma magnet over your head, and it keeps it out, right? Aluminum foil so, I brought my foil hat. Woo. So do we want to go in the morning or are we going to wait until nighttime to do this? I vote morning because I am not stealthy anyways. Yeah, let's do morning. It's not like we it's not we don't necessarily not want people to see us for this, right? Okay. Well, do I just we say, want people do do we want people to like try and stop us though? Like I think the only ones that would try are the Lords of Rust, which, if they happen to like run into the explosion, would be lovely. But <laughs> I don't know. Like with the robot, we barely did like a third so of it. Once we go there, we don't have to detonate it right away. But since it's got a limited range, I just say we, you know, get our uh, escape route planned out. Like, do we really want to come down? The entrance way. I think we want to exit from the. Uh, isn't there two ways into that valley? Hal, right. forgive me. I, I think there was the, only the one that way, we went in only through one the, way in. Um, the uh, Crimson Red Tooth Raiders. Right? And then you if we go were to continue going east, we would end up a little bit closer to the, uh, the haunted area, right? Yeah, well, the haunted area is. The haunted air is not haunted anymore, right? The mist. So oh, all we know. Yes. I believe that whole area is in the. Okay, nobody saying anything. Hello, Rust's area. Yes, we can hear you. We can't hear us. Lost audio again. Hey, Bell, we can't hear you. <laughs> His face is, but he can't figure out audio. Are funny. <laughs> Somebody message him. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't. Let's just leave him alone. <laughs> which is flat out hilarious. So you could go along the Manticore path, which basically drops you down at the bottom of the array, or you can go around the top of the arena and come down past the back of it. I think we should go through the Manticore area. Because we can also see if maybe some of the Lords of Rust are like searching that area because the whole there. mist is gone, right? Like oh. there could be people moving into that area, just like we cleared out Morrow's area and people moved into mm -hmm. Morrow's the smaller space. I mean the, the, the one thing that Scrapwall isn't is not full of opportunists. So it's definitely full of those. 
So if somebody's cleared an area, somebody's going to go in and see if they can scrap it. Yep. And then we'll, and then we'll find out if those uh, poltergeists are still around. Yeah, I vote we just go down to the Manicore area since we know the area. The other so area we... would... What I was saying, okay. I think my sound, <laughs> think oh, my wow. sound cut out. I don't know. You sound no. like a drunk robot. No, he sounds like a, like a drunk robot. <laughs> What's wrong? Hello? <laughs> I've never met so many people that have so many issues. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Discord tonight. Discord. No, I'm. I'm. I don't think it's Discord. Honestly. Really? You think it's us, do you, Tim? Uh, send, yeah. Tim should send us all new microphones. That's what we should do. I really think, like, you know, some of us have never no issues, and certain people on this uh, broadcast have issues like every week or every other week. So. Hey, Tim, I, I have like forty times the tech you do to get part of this game. That's all I'm saying. Are you sure you're doing it properly, Hal? Hey, come help me, Tim. I, I could do with a production assistant. <laughs> That's funny. And no, no, maybe I'm not doing it properly. All right. I like, I like how Wit's very amused at the fact that Bill's like a robot and that he's vanishing. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get people to acknowledge if they can hear me and no one say anything, and I'm yeah. shutting you know, everything off. You, Bill. It's like, we, we okay. can hear you, but you couldn't hear us. <laughs> okay. But now we can hear you. Okay, and then great. when you started talking one time, you just sounded like a robot. <laughs> well, it was probably because everything was starting up lag. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> good. We're good. We're back. We're dealing with technical problems. So, yeah. So, so um, I'm here, but if I drop off of roll 20, it's I'm, I'm having to take care of some stuff. So, if I drop off of roll 20, I'm still on the uh, the audio, though. Cool. So what, what I what I thought I was saying, and I don't even know when I, I cut out, but I was thinking if there was two ways in and out of that receiver array, I'm wondering if we should go in one way and get out the other. You well, know, I think the other route is through the Lords, Lords of Rust territory. Right yeah, through okay. literally through the Lords of Rust territory. Yeah. Do you need the map, or do we not need the map? No, no, we don't need the map, I don't think. I just didn't know if we wanted to go in through the Lords of Rust territory and then leave through the other part of town. But I guess we don't have to overanalyze it. If we go in through the, uh, what is it, the Red Tooth Raiders? It's the Manticore. Through... It's the yeah. Manticore path. Yeah. Pass the Manticore, then. Cool. If we go in and out that way, then people will know it was us, right? So that's good. Is that what you're doing? Well, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know what people were deciding when I was in communicato. But uh, the, the Lords we... of Rust were sort of waiting at the end of that. Uh, isn't that where the, the mad robot came out and the Lords of Rust were there? Maybe mm -hmm. they were waiting for us, but they just happened to meet that robot instead. You know? I mean, yeah, that, their area, the whole receiver array that is technically their turf. So, but it seems like they abandoned it though, because we haven't run to anybody that's from Lords of Rust in that area. Well, they probably killed all those, uh, or something did, right? In there. So they, they got, jokers. so they received all the resources out of that area. So I don't think they give two shits about that receiver array. Not until there's some place they can steal power from again, which 
I don't know. Maybe they already did it and they got all the usage. Maybe they don't have the tech to, re- to do it again. They just abandoned it, right? Yeah. Well, they took the batteries out at least, so they got some power. But yeah, I don't think they're going to come back. I think I think it's it's done and over with, right? And they're getting closer to their goal. Whatever is whatever they're doing in at the arena or whatever they're excavating or whatever. But I think honestly, I think they're done with the receiver right area. That's why we haven't seen anybody there. I'm just a little worried after seeing them take down the robot golem that we're not ready to. <laughs> that was that was three of them, and they're pretty good. So I thought there was like more than that, like four or five. Oh, or... Three. Oh, okay. There was three. What, they, one, they were the th- th- one of them was an Etin. So I mean, yeah, I mean five on one. I think we can take them, but one on one, I'm not so sure. That's a that's a fair observation. Three on five, I'm not sure about either. I don't know whether you would have taken that those those five, yeah. or those three. Then again, I don't know if uh, if our invitation to the uh, arena will be slaughter or slow kill or what happens if we if we do well or right. Not. Big times. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? <laughs> well, let's well let's go down to the receiver array and go through the um, Mandacore okay. you, area. You wander through the marketplace and you say, like, nod to the Steelhawks and say hi to the Red Tooth Raiders. And you walk up the Mandacore path, stopping for a little beignet at that nice cafe. And then you um, <laughs> continue. <laughs> you can nice. say, oh, one person caught that nice little tea tail, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you continue down the Manticore path, past the terrible lair of the Manticore, and uh, it doesn't seem to have anything in it again. You continue down, and you get to the receiver array. I mean, people pass this way now. It seems to be a safe way from one side to the other. Um, get down to the um, bottom of the receiver array, and everyone drinks. Everybody oh. Is there anybody sure. here, Hal? There are people around here. I mean, there's there's general gang members from the Lords of Rust. Um, just like, you know, up-and-coming street thug types who do work for them. There's the odd kind of disgraced smiler. There's people over here who have stores. There's urchins. No, no, I'm talking about at, just... at the receiver array. Oh, as you walk up the cavern to the receiver array, you see, not really. There are some people here, you think, but not, um, they're mostly like people who have have started to move into this area and kind of uh, make, making it their space. Is there anybody making it their space at the receiver array? The area where we're about to... Yes, it's further up in the canyon where you drop that robot. There seems to be somebody's built like a couple of hovels up in the top there. It seems like they're starting to kind of excavate into the wall to make some of the houses that were there. I mean, as the stairs collapsed, pretty much, um, it's difficult for them to get up into the wall without climbing. But it looks like somebody's put a rope ladder up one side. It's like some people are starting to move in here. It's, I mean, space doesn't take long to fill in this area. So how are we gonna how are we gonna blow up the receiver array if people have moved in here? I'm sorry, there seems to be a... Yeah, exactly. What's the problem? I mean, we can tell them to, to leave. It's like, okay, fireball yeah. coming in the room. Absolutely. 
All right. So the, re the, the receiver array is a huge tower that straddles the top of this canyon with an enormous um, dish on top attached to it. So, Alexander, this is this is your part. Yeah. Yeah, can I try and figure out a structurally optimal place we could place one to three charges of silex to take this thing down? Structurally optimal. Yes, make me an engineering check. I would like structurally to aid. Optimal. I would like to aid. If I aid and I fail, does that hurt their... It aid? can, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I'm not going to do it then. Uh, oh, only a 28 this time. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, just a 28. Might give um, you a plus two. <laughs> might give you a minus two on a four. Um, so um, Alexander thinks that th there's a section where it seems like the huge dish connects to like a, some kind of arm that clearly is designed to move the dish, and it's attached to the top of the tower. I think it's probably the best place to put it is on that juncture, and you think one charge of Silex, if correctly placed, should actually basically disconnect the dish from the rest of the tower. Ah, excellent. And who's our best climber? Um, Bully Duff, right? Because he has a climb speed, right? That's right. He does have a climb speed. Yeah. Me, me, I am a very good climber, no? He is a very good climber. It is true. He is a very good climber, wee oui, wee. Oui. Although he's not that great at engineering and placing Silex charges. Do we need some <laughs> action going on to, to mesh with this, or what? What is, is disabled device then something we might need, or honestly, disabled device may work. Yes, that would work. So, yeah, so bully gub, bully gub climbs up, and we use that rope technique. I think that will be fine. So, working with the silex carries penalties if you don't have the technologist feet. Just ah. remembering that. So, so that's me. And I believe uh, Kiernan has technologists, don't you? Oh, no. The you, archaeologist. You have the archaeologist background. Yeah. Well, yes, I mean, then it's you. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean the, penalties, the penalties are reasonably severe, but they're not disgustingly bad. So... What's it's just getting up there. We just have to get up there, right? It's not a matter of, well, three of us can get up there. Sure. Three of who? Well, I mean, everyone can get up there if they want. It's more about Kiernan for placing it or, you know, basically disabling it in the right spot and um, Alexander to tell me where to place it. Cool. Bully Gup is there to help get Woo. the rope up initially, and then once he pitons it in there, ties it off properly, then we can use the rope to climb up, and then it's a climb rope, DC. Right. Well, I mean, climbing ropes is easy, especially if they're knotted. Thank you, Hybrid12, for the subscriptions. Appreciate it. Um, so, I mean, Bully Gup could climb up, tie off a rope, and you could climb up it. I mean, that's not going to be too difficult. That gets you up kind of there. You're going to be pretty high up and pretty obvious once you're up there as well. It's not a place where you can hide your intentions. Hmm. What if I like climb off and we rig a pulley and just like lift, lift Alexander like a, all the way to the top? It's like a crank on that. Oh like a little, little bucket. Put a yeah. bucket. Well, well, what about what about the poltergeist? 
What about the scary mind thing that was in this area? Maybe we spend the time during the day to scurry these people out of here because of the quote unquote dangers. Um, they apparently that, have found it, so it probably moved on. You're speculating. They may oh, yeah. just be like, oh, it's in that room and we don't go there. But we're saying that we're going to, uh, we were tasked with destroying it. And so we need you guys to clear out for the night and then do this at, at night. Well, how many people are in this area next to the dish? I don't know. We can't see them all because some of them are in houses, some of them aren't here. You guess maybe, I don't know, maybe four or five families have moved in here. Do you I mean, want to some, negotiate with them while there's I... There's some kids here, but most of the people are just kind of scrappers and stuff, just moved in to see what they can steal. So if we disabled the dish, would it come crashing down? The way you're going to disable it... Most likely, it will it will break the dish off of the off of the stand. Yes. All right, then we're out to get these people a GTFO. Then. Well, I could go up there and try and place it while you guys work on negotiating with the people because that's not my strong suit. We could negotiate them out, or we could scare them out. I can intimidate them out. I can finally use my intimidate skill. Well, yeah, and if that doesn't work, my setting off the explosives will definitely intimidate them. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. That's nice. That is very, very intimidating, I think. Just take a big shit in the middle of everyone while staring them I mean, in the eye. That's pretty intimidating, let's not lie. <laughs> you, Nick. My God. You gotta maintain eye contact, though, and smile. <laughs> that is so t Sounds like you have experience with this, Hal. Hey, I, I used to do archaeology. I've shot in a lot of fields, Tim. <laughs> He, he also he also has ridden subways before. Yeah. That's that's common practice on the subways, right? That is true, uh, especially if you can find a quiet corner. Oh goodness! What if uh, he takes a shit and I just start wanking it in the middle of everyone? That that would be superb. I think that would scare everybody into thinking they've come to the right place for a good entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, self-love self underscat show. Who could have thought it would have been any better? <laughs> How high up is this area on the dish we, I think I should oh, place on? If you can climb up onto the top of the wall, it's about another 20 or 30 feet up to the join where you think you need to put the silex. Okay. Like so it's... all told above the canyon floor, you're probably talking about 80 or 90 feet, but maybe 100 feet. I mean, could he give me a, a pretty good crash course on how to... Because it's not like... Like, I understand if you don't have the feet, you you take um, penalties. But, like, it, how hard is it to use, I guess? is the So, like... to, to place it correctly to actually damage the disc will require a disabled device check. And if you don't have the technologist feet, the disabled device check is at significant penalties. But is it is it possible for for Alexander to kind of tell me where I need to place it? You know, like no, maybe. I mean, I could let him aid you, but he would okay. have to be there, and you I, don't have disabled device either, do you? I don't think I do so. have some disabled device and technologist. I that's cool. I could spontaneously cast either air step or spider climb to actually get me up there. I mean, oh, I do have I do have disabled device. You guys aren't trained in it though. Do you have a rank in it? 
Nick? Um, no, but I'm proficient in it. Oh, well, I, I, I need to bob a rank in it for you and get you some points in it because they've got a uh, good dex and it might be helpful think, to have you as a secondary. I think technically I have a free rank because at the bottom it says total ranks 14 out of 15. Oh, are you, are, you a, are you a skill rank short? I think so. I think you uh, did not give me a... Oh, if you're a skill, skill rank ranks. short, then you could add it there if you wanted. I have no problem with you spending I, your skill ranks. I, I, I mean, what, off, what often happens with these character sheets is when you're scrolling, it'll dop skill ranks if you scroll over the wrong place, right. which is tremendously annoying. I do uh, have a wanna... prerequisite for Technomancer. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I was either... So when I thought of that, I thought about either putting it in... Uh, well, I guess disabled device would probably be the uh, best one to do it. So, in. Well, why? I guess I'm, why are we going down this path? Because I have a plus thirteen in disabled device. Why don't I just go up there? Well, you don't have technologist though. So neither does he. No, but, but I do. I mean, I have technologist. I've only got an eight in disabled device, but. I mean, if, if you two want to climb up there and do it, because I think it's going to take both of y'all. I mean, I think because you need a technologist and you need a disabled device, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's going to take two people going up there. If well, Alexander and Kiernan want to go up there, because no one has them both, right? I have them both. I'm just not as good at disabled devices, Kiernan. I mean, how good at disabled device do you need to be? Oh, this thing we don't know. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to have to make a roll for it, right? I'm really good at engineering side of things. So I'm pretty sure it's like there's like a certain DC he's going to have to make it to be a, um, to accomplish it. Is it possible um, to, I guess, is it possible to to roll engineering to see how difficult it's going to be to plant these things? I mean, for, for Thing, he doesn't actually, to, to him, it's not a problem, right? He's, he thinks it's relatively easy because he understands the process, but he knows that it's not simple. It's not a straightforward process. So I could scamper up there, stick it on there with a bit of ion tape and come back and... So, so disabled device cannot be used untrained. And uh, if you don't have technologist, you are using um, the skill as if it was untrained. Mm. So you cannot even attempt to place the Silex without the feet. Okay, so I'm the only one that can really place it. Right. You are the only one that can. If I'm reading this right, and what I'm reading in technologist says, technologist, it's a good job some of you have it. Otherwise, you'd just be like, oh, let's give it a shot. Stick it here with that. Yeah, let's stick all three charges at random spots and see what happens. Those three holes in things. <laughs> so, technologist says you are considered to be trained in any skill used against a technology based subject. Right. If the skill in question requires training to use even against non-technology subjects, you must have ranks in the skill in order to gain the benefit of having technologist. 
normally you treat all skill checks made against technology as if you were as if they were untrained skill checks this may mean that you cannot attempt certain skill checks even if you possess ranks in the skill in question so because now, you are not, you, you so because it's because it's disabled device and disabled device is a skill that you cannot attempt untrained you cannot do it without the technologist feat. And I have the feat and five ranks in disabled device. It doesn't mean Bill or whoever can't go up and aid you in it. They just cannot be the one to do it. I would now, is the, is the need for technologists because of using the, the plastic? Correct. It's because it's a technology item. So in all, if you're using technology with your skill, you need technologists, otherwise it, you're, you're rolling it as if it's untrained. And most skills you can use untrained, but some of them you cannot, including disabled device. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like because we were doing it on an, on like a technological tower. Like that wouldn't make sense. Oh no, the, ta the tower itself it's, it's, is it's, fine. You've identified where you need to put it. It's just now putting it there in the correct fashion. It's using the, the plastic right. and placing it correctly. Can we make like a pulley system to help Alexander get up there? I mean, sure. Because I have. Just... I mean, I can climb up there and throw down a rope. Yeah, the DC5 with rope. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm just trying to make it easier for Alexander because okay. uh, strength is not his. Um, being physical is not his specialty. I'm just trying to make it as easy as as possible I mean, for it him. Is, it is about 100 feet up to where that is. I mean, it's not all empty air. You'll climb up the wall and cut across and then climb up the legs. And But, I mean, it is a significant climb. Yeah, I'm just trying to make it easy for Alexander. Appreciated. Um, so, if you guys string rope, Kieran and I climb up, and Tatcha, since she's very good with people, and maybe because do try to convince the people to move on before we drop the array on their head. Kez 2 is good with people? No. Intimidation. <laughs> Intimidation. No, people. yes. What? But I think Tati should be because her character is very charismatic. She should do the talking. If that doesn't work, then... Well, yeah, she That's tries to convince enough. him. If she can't, you go berserk and... Booga, booga, booga. Yeah. Booga, 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 and they'd run off. For their own good. <laughs> Booga, booga, booga. And, and if you can get any Lords of Rust members to flee towards the array at the same time, bonus. <laughs> it's a twofer. Twofer. All right, so let's get the rope up there and let's get the show started. Yeah. So Billy Gup can take a rope up. I'm guessing you have a hundred foot of rope. I mean, I guess you're just running it around, so it's going to support your climb. I do have a hundred feet of rope on me. I'm pretty so sure everybody else. You're carrying a hundred foot of hemp rope. I mean, that's so heavy. Uh, yeah, I'm. St it's still within my uh, load limit. My strength. Hundred foot. You're carrying a hundred foot of rope. Yes. Wow. That's a crazy amount of rope to be carrying as one character. Okay, so you carry a hundred foot of rope around with you, and you bully up, drags it up, and drops it down, making sure that it's in good places for Alexander to attempt his climb. I, I will attempt to start. You are welcome. Thank you, Bully Gup. 
you say? You're gonna climb up? Yes. Can Billy Gup can, make me can Billy Gup aid him to climb? I mean, he could. He could technically do a climbing check to aid him. Yes. That that would be lovely because physical exertion is not my forte. Plus two is a plus two. <laughs> physical exertion is is for those who don't use their brains for things. Okay, so do I need to do a climb roll then? You do if you want to aid Alexander. Yes. Okay. Uh... Hmm, that's great. You're not very helpful. And the problem <laughs> is the the problem is you just climb, right? He does, does oh. Have to just does it naturally because he's feet down there. Yeah, just put yes. your fingers on and use your suckers, and they're just like, "What?" Clench your toes. That's Alexander. the secret. Clench your toes. Clench your toes. Alexander, make your roll. Thirteen. It's good. He gets. He gets. He gets. You gotta. You gotta. To get up there, you're gonna need to make me another three rolls. And the oh, higher well. you go, the further you fall. But, can, I, but, can I continue to? If he's having to roll each time, can, can I yes. have to help each time? Okay. Hey. How aren't we forgetting the pluses for using a rope on his roll? It's not a plus, no pluses for using a rope. It just drops the difficulty. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, makes sense. All right, so for the next roll, uh, after he's yelled at me for being like, "Hey, just uh, use your hands and your toes," I don't understand what these problem is. I don't have those kinds of toes. <laughs> That's better. Okay, you get plus two. Fifteen. Usual craft. Usual craft instead of craft climb. Mechanical. <laughs> uh, yeah, hold on. So I'm I'm trying to oh. click with. Uh, let me see if it'll click. There we go. Oh, that is not good. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. But then Alexander rolled craft mechanical instead of climb. Oh, he. <laughs> so I rolled craft. craft. You just got like. You got you got like twenty five foot up this wall and decided to sit down and do some knitting or some shit. <laughs> I wanted to get my bad roll away on a bat on a wrong roll. So, all right. So you climb. You climb. That's so craft mechanical. You climb up again. You're about halfway up, starting to start to get to the stanchions at the bottom of the the dish. Oh shit! I, I'm really getting tempted just to burn two spell slots so I can go up there. Okay, well, okay, so you, he needs what? One more? One more roll? Come on. You're, you're about 50 feet up the 100 foot at this point. Uh... Alright. So, so. I'm like, I'm, I'm like uh, trying to hold, put my hands out and try to catch him if he falls. <laughs> well, that would be great because so, then you'll both take the damage. <laughs> I, was even, I, I feel like I was even less helpful on this climb. Let's see if I'm a bit more helpful this time. It'd be helpful. That's pretty helpful. Plus two again. It... Uh... Oh, an eight. Oh. He kind of, he kind of, he, he's he's struggling. He's getting tired. But he, with the ropes' help and your help, he does not fall. And you're seventy-five yes. feet up in the air. <laughs> you're almost there. I mean, it's only seventy-six damage if he does fall. So. Oh. Uh, oh, then I need to get back down. Should I just? <laughs> and then you have to do the back down way. <laughs> just do a spider climb. Nope, that's up is less than helpful now because he's he's basically stuck no, upside no. down. Oh, you did craft again. No, that's still a nine. That's yeah, nine's still not so good. I've, 
So I'm not helpful, but I'm not less than helpful. All right. What exactly. You're not less than helpful. I mean, that's the problem with you kind of sticking, sticking above him and looking down at him going, let's go. <laughs> uh, 14. I mean, 14. Okay, you make it up to where you need to be. You're terrified. The wind is blowing up here. The sand being blown into your eyes. You can see the whole terrible city of Scrapwall laid out below you like a jimongous stinking junkyard. Can I, can I use my, uh, as he's putting on the, um, the, uh, the explosives, can I use my flaps to kind of shield his vision or shield him from the wind a bit? Like sticky butted to the wind. No, like I've got, I've got, I've got like arm flaps, right? Patagia, yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. You can just jump off here and float down to the ground. Wait, does that, does that mean I can ride him down rather than have to climb back down? No. I mean, he's pretty small, so I mean, you'd have to stand on him and you'd probably both plummet to your death. So, no, that's not what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you cast a large person on him, maybe then you could think about it. Can, can I block the wind from like, so that he doesn't have problems seeing or anything as he's sure. placing these? Things? You can like okay. put up put up like a little patagia and kind of block some of it while he works. Bill, are you going up there to help? You should. I was going to, yeah, but uh, I was waiting for them to get through their their thing. I, I'm I'm a decent climber, but not all that great, so I might need help too. I'll nod off the rope. So that I... We'll need four checks unless believe. Uh, plus... I'll, I'll climb back down to help. It's strength based, so I'm only plus two. All right, so let's see. On the first one. So ten, ten for the first roll. Okay, you start your climb, and Bulligup helps you. So you are climbing. Yeah, so I'm climbing so, with the second one. I don't know what this craft is that he's doing. He keeps I, it's because he's using a tablet. He's clicking more than one button when he goes I to see. roll. Yes, I, I do apologize. So the uh, third one the third one is a I need an aid there, so he aided me and okay. got me to a I got no, 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 hold on, hold on now. Bully Gup aided you. I'm getting you're rolling too fast. I think that was the second aid. So Bully Gup needs to roll the third aid. Which was the go four. So if he fails to aid you, you're plummeting 75 feet to the ground unless you can grab the thing. Pick up. Are you helping him or are you just can I, can I him push him away so he can't? 22. Naturally, you slip and bully the save you. What a hero. That's a natural one, isn't it? the frog. That is a nat 20. You saved Kanan. Oh, Falling is a reflex save. I would have just dodged the ground. Don't worry. <laughs> dodged the ground. Totally. That were true. In the words of DJs everywhere, I would like to say, <laughs> So one more. Nice. One more. And one more age from Bully Gup. 15, 15 is good. So. You clamber up with Bullygup's help to the uh, receiver array. Alexander is up there clinging on with both hands, trying to figure out how to put this Silex on without moving. And uh, you, you arrive. You can see where the mechanical joins are in this thing and where you think you need it to go to best disable it. And you discuss it with Alexander. And uh, you can make an aid roll for disabled device in order to aid Alexander's disabled device. Now, see, the thing is, is the way I was reading this was... 
Char arming the explosives is the technologist feat. Knowing where to place it is totally disabled device. I can do that without having placing, technology Placing speed. it correctly is part of the technologist feat. Because he's still placing a technological device. Hey, Rebecca. Is... Okay. Hi, Becca. Hi, Becca. Since this is technology-based, is this one of those weird instances where actually using the um, the spell would help? I mean, technologist, or what a technology... Te Technomancy. Technomancy. Does it do? Uh, let's see. Uh, spell functions to detect magic, except it detects presence of technical objects instead of magic. Uh, spell grants you the technologist feat for the purpose of attempting knowledge engineering checks to identify properties of technological items in your possession. No. If you already possess this feat, you gain a plus 10 on knowledge engineering checks. It's pretty nice if you really want to know what something does. Yeah. No, but you do get a plus two from Ken and helping you with disabled device. Okay, so... Should I, should I roll this check so you don't know what it is? Because that would be so much funnier. Sure. You do. Oh, go on, roll it. Roll it, go on. I'll let you know. Does it disable? Disable device, yes. 27. Really? 29. So 29. 29. Okay, you place it. You think you've got it in the right place. I mean... Inan's pretty happy with where it is. You're pretty happy with where it is. Bullygup doesn't care where it is. <laughs> as long no, as he probably gets to press the button. <laughs> so you have to use a charge on the um, detonator before you leave. It has to be in presence of the charge. Okay. So basically, the detonator keys to the charge, and then you press the button and it explodes. So you use your charge now to key it, and then when you press the button, it explodes. Okay. Charge the explosive. Which is weird. I always thought you like pop out a thing and you stick it in the charge, but no, apparently you just kind of wave it around and use a charge and it keys to the explosive. Like a fob. Woo. That's right. Wibbly wibbly wibbly. Reboot. How do you get back down? Slime. <laughs> By the way, oh, it looks it looks like how it looks like the EPICs yes. allow disabled device on technology. Uh, without penalty. Epics oh. allow technology without penalty. So mechanical locks, devices, and technological items, electronic devices without penalty. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if that's like a... Which is interesting because there are technological devices in them. Yeah. Themselves, too. Right. I think I think Kenan might need to get technologist. I don't know when. Yeah, um, I, it's like I took Technomancy at the first level. I've never used it because I have Technologist, and it's only good for identifying items, apparently. So, technically, the technically the e pick itself is a technological item, and it uses disabled device, which would mean using an e pick would require the Technologist feat if you're reading rules as written for Technologist. I. Oh, fine. I mean, that makes them all but useless for any, for any, for just about anyone going through. I'm not, I'm not lying. It does make them all but useless. So we'll we'll have to figure that out when we come down to it. But I think ultimately, if you actually read it, rules as written, technologist feat is required. Otherwise, any skill where you cannot use it trained becomes untrained, and therefore disabled device becomes unable to roll. You just can't do it. Hello, Tyrell. How are you? All this technology is supposed to be very weird and strange to everybody. 
Yeah, so, I mean, but that's an odd one, right, the e-pick. I guess it makes sense, because it's not really a lock pick, is it? It's a set of devices that unlock electrical locks. Uh, it's not like just an electrical version of a normal set of picks, so it does make sense. So maybe we need to be casting things like Technologist on, or Technomancy on Kanan when he does this. Well, but if, it, if it's that limiting, I'd almost want to retcon and get rid of this uh, archaeologist feat and do the Technologist Trait, no, right? you have a it's the, no technologist is a feat, a full feat. Well, yeah. but I'm talking there was like uh wasn't there like um campaign you the, traits? You took the archaeologist you... one that lets you, yeah, roll twice for, for I class. know that's what I that's what I took because I thought that the I didn't there's, think there's no ca there's no campaign trait that gives you technologist. Technologist is a full feat. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So I mean archaeologist is good with technologist. Uh, I just have to. I just have to find a way to get that because I'm supposed to be the skill monkey of the group, and now I find that I can't do half yeah, of the stuff. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's pretty interesting. That does limit technology quite heavily in any adventure. I really should have gotten Featherfall or a Ring of Featherfall before. Any of I thought you were able to spontaneously cast that. That's why I was telling you not to spontaneously cast that other stuff. Because if you needed the feather fall, you needed to do it quick. I can spontaneously cast it. It's a full round cast because it's one round per level of a spell for me so to spontaneously 32, cast. 32 feet per second per second. Oh, no. That's more than one. That's more than six seconds. That's right. That. Bounces off the ground. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, how are you getting back down, everybody? Uh, climb. You should do that. Go for it. Climb. Don't slip. It's 100 feet. A balloon. Oh, a balloon would be great. You should do 15. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm at a rope. 15 is good. You start to climb down. Luckily, I'm not terrified. Have Nick. Right. I, I, I yell, like, yell, make sure Frog Boy is helping you. So <laughs> in the meantime, while they're floating down, is that whenever Ikeztu yeah. and I would like to do our, uh, our dual effort in clearing the space? Yes, yes that would be a good time. So, so Bullygup's attempting to help Alexander, and he's talking about how he should use his potagia better, <laughs> and uh, not helping in any way. Whip that potagia out. Let me see it. <laughs> right, where's your potagia? That bit's wrinkly. Is that what you're talking about? Fourteen. He's continuing to climb. Two more. I see. Three more. Go on yeah. this. Two more. Well, technically, you can go one more and drop, but there's still 25 feet. <laughs> Technically. 19. That's craft oh, mechanical crap. again. They, <laughs> it's they right mostly below come it. out at night. Oh. I've, oh, you're okay. You stumble down um, that, that, that 50 to 25 foot, but you're okay because you've got your rope in place. You're doing all right. You just need not less than a five, basically. Right, so let me just roll mine, and then if I get less than five, then Bullygub can roll his aid to see if it would matter. Ah. Well, we'll assume he's aiding you anyway, so... Yeah, but he doesn't have uh, to roll one, four you times. You one more roll there thing, right? Oh. Fifteen. And he's good. Alexander hits the ground, and then Kiernan starts to climb with Bullygub <laughs> next to immediately Please, please rephrase that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe press the oh. button. Press the... Then I get down and press the button. You know, like... More than, more than 40 feet away, right? And then you can run, and this huge dish can roll <laughs> down the canyon after you all. You know what? I, I, I can see this looks as Alexander's face where um, Guardians of the Galaxy with Groot 
when he's in there when he's about to blow it and he's like the press this button and he's I am Groot and he's about to press it. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna climb once. Uh, successful. I'm once climbing. Successful, ladies. Successful. Right. Successful. Twenty-one. I land with a flourish. You do, but you looked. You looked really. Summer assault. It looked really crap coming down that first seventy-five feet. <laughs> but at the end, you pulled out some like aerial tricks. Right. <laughs> I'm just thinking that he's not that much better than me at, at climbing. Well, Bully Gump's only got a plus two. I got a plus two. You got a plus two. It's all strength based. No, no. Alexander has a minus two. Oh, I thought he. Uh... No, he has a minus two. <laughs> oh, I thought that four he would have fell then. So that's okay. after the minus two. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Leg up. Leg up. Wake up? Well, it doesn't, okay, it doesn't so. wake up Potassio only let him glide the 10 feet last time. Yeah, it does. It just, it just lets him glide a little bit before he plummets to his death, which is weird because... <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. it means he can glide. It can glide horizontally, right? I'm quite sure what it actually He's like a cartoon the Wile E. Coyote in the soup or, suit where he goes out and then he starts to slow down and then stop and then looks... It's like... And our cartoon characters, basically, gravity is null and void until you notice it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as you look down, is... then it kicks in. So that's, that's not a lie, honestly. I mean, that's true of anything. <laughs> Looking down and wanting to jump—it's not a good idea. A glider. Where is it here? Glider Gripley's aerodynamic bodies and thick webbing between their toes enable a falling Gripley to treat the distance fallen as half the actual distance. The Gripley can steer himself while falling moving horizontally up to a number of feet equal to half the ver vertical distance fallen. The Gripply cannot use this trait while wearing heavy armor, carrying a heavy load, or being no, able to no, react no. to the fall. Hello, kitty. So so his helmet pretty much nullifies it? Well, that's just going to drop off his head if he falls, right? Hmm. Uh, right. Hey, Rebecca, he thinks this is a treat I'm eating. <laughs> It's freaking cute. <laughs> Watch. No, kitty! No, uh -oh. kitty! Becca, look. Watch. So, how's the clearing the people out of here effort going? Oh, we haven't done That's that fine. yet. No. Oh, well, what's the tactic here? Tatia is going to use her charisma. If that doesn't work, I'm going to try to scare him. That's right. So, so, you go up to the first kind of metal hovel <clears> in the wall. I go up I, to the, uh, and I cough and go, <clears throat> I, gee, I heard that, um, this place was really full of bed bugs and, uh, man, really sucks. So <laughs> people should just leave. And then I'm going to see if somebody's like, what? The so, notice that I'm talking about how gross this area is. Looking into the hovel, you, you see that somebody's lying on what looks like a bedroll. They don't seem to move when you come up to them. And I heard they have large pointy things. And oh. um, 
that uh, they give you spots that itch and you can't have sex anymore. They've totally ruined sex forever. You can't have it. Uh, Is anybody, nobody's worried about this at all. Nobody wants to know. Person in the hovel in front of you who you're attempting to woo with your great um, tactics hasn't moved hasn't moved at all since you started talking. All right, so I'm gonna walk over to it and kick whoever's uh, uh, in the bedroll and Tom get out of here and okay, you kick and just them. like you kick them in the side. The dish is about they roll, they roll forwards onto their face. They were clearly on their side. Do you remember that wisdom damage you suffered? Yeah. Do you know what happens if somebody loses all their wisdom from that? What? They basically go catatonic. And Um, become a vegetable like that. So you think that that's what happened to that person? Well, I mean, currently he's Currently, he's face down in his bedroll, so it's difficult to tell with the kudzu kicking him. So that or, that or the bed bugs killed him, you know. Oh God! The evil bed bugs. The itchy purple spots. Yeah. Um, Under the bedroll is the person alive? Oh, they are alive. I mean, give me a heel check if you want. They look, they look afeard, and their eyes are just staring blankly at the ceiling. Uh oh. What? I would say if, and we notice that everybody looks like this, or is this just these particular? The majority of people do look, I mean, you've noticed that there was some movement here, but most people are just sitting, staring at nothing. I want to start dragging them out. The people who are moving seem to be going through the other people's stuff. Hey, what do you think? And I, I, Tatia would try to figure out why they're going through other people's stuff. So maybe she ain't gonna need it. They just push past you and leave. So I, I grab my axe out and I'm gonna tell them scram and give them the, uh, give them the eye. They're 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 already scramming. Oh, I wanted to do an intimidation check. I don't think we had to. We're already leaving. Here. I, mean, oh, okay. I mean, ultimately, no matter what you rolled, they were going to leave. But, so but his, with his intelligence, it? with his intelligence, he won't realize that and think, ah, I did oh, that. See that? They're afraid of me. I'm going to get rid of it. Okay, so, so everybody's gone. No, no, not everybody's gone. There's about seven or eight people here still catatonic and unable to move. Okay, so then... I'm sorry, uh, dragging them out. Tatia would want to pull them out and try to help them at least. And if we can't get them to do anything, we might as well drag them out. Is there something around that we may be able to load them onto and kind of drag them out like a big blanket or a wheelbarrow or something like that? I'm grabbing them by the legs and just dragging them. Yeah. Across the broken metal ground. There are seven to eight people, so... No, wait, wait. Is is anyone that can move already gone? And it's just these catatonic catatonic people. people The only people that were moving were looting the people that weren't. Put them on. Okay, so the only people left are the people that are essentially immobile then. Okay. Uh Oh, Oh, wow. Uh, Kids, um, 
Thumbs up. Thank you, Fury. Mm -hmm. Yay! Oh, gosh. Oh, bottoms up. <coughs> Thank you. Oh. I will refill now. Uh, I suggest we load people onto the disc and then haul them out of here. Uh, yeah, let's make it. Is this all going on while we're planting the charges, or is this like a... It can be, yes. They can be finding this out. Um, we went there a long time. They have lots you of bottoms up the us. bottle? I bottoms up the thing you gave me, but it wasn't <laughs> full. Aw. Take a lot to fill it, like many, many bottles of something. It would kill you if you bottomed up that thing. That's... Uh, yeah, right. It's like two or three bottles of wine. Yeah, that's, that's like a that's like a horn from Valhalla itself. That shit right there. <laughs> it's apparently like a real. It's apparently an actual oxen horn, and it actually is like yep. all transparency and cool. Yeah. What I was thinking is I could put like the the like visit the Patreon on the bottom, so when I drink from it, they get advertising oh subliminally. <laughs> So how then I will put them like in a container so I can start transporting them. That or I'll put the bodies on my shoulder one yeah, at a time. I'll I'll put them in a container. <laughs> well, I mean like uh I'll throw them on my shoulder and start carrying people out. Alexander's haversack, we just gotta hurry up before they run out of air. All set, all done. Right, so I just throw <laughs> I don't think the bodies I don't think bodies will fit through the entrance. The haversacks can be a little cure, a little uh, full anyways. All right, so I are I would Tatia and Ikeztu be able to get everybody pulled out of here into a particular. Sure, area? I mean Ikeztu could pick up people. Tatia's not that weak either, so she can probably do a little bit of lifty drag or whatever. Yeah, but like I slump one or two over Kitty, and then I can grab uh, like two people, one leg in each arm or each hand. Oh, that might be how you break your cat's back, though, so you probably don't want to do that. Really? Yeah, they're not really designed for carrying weights. Okay, so maybe one person? Maybe no people, but that's okay. okay. Fine, no people. Well, you know, I can't do to survival skill could create a gurney to drag behind the cat. Isn't it a tiger? Is it not a tiger? It is a tiger. Are you going to talk about Battle Cat and the, the great terror that that was? I mean, tigers are strong as fuck, dude. They're like 900 pounds true. of muscle. Hey, Hal, I'll, I'll use a survival to get the the quickest way to get all these people out of here. Throw them, make, make a catapult. By, no, by, cure, by curing them with salt and making them into jerky, that's what survival will tell you. The quickest <laughs> Man, we got a lot of jerky. Making them an iron says. The Bible says, rather than pissing around, you should just carry them away. I could do a floating disc that could hold 500 pounds. Let's just drag them out. Well, I'm picking them up and moving them out of their area. I mean, I said that yeah. earlier. Uh, in the meantime, that's what we're doing. Hal, what happens next? What happens next is everybody drinks. All right. Oh, Thank you, baby. Cheers. Because Leah walked in right at the right time. Hey Becca, here have the rest oh. of things. Thank you. I, yeah. I love you. I miss you. It misses you. Look, Leah got me this, Bell. Oh, she, nice. They're awesome, by the way. Yep, I got mine right here too. Yep. 
She, she also she got me two clear ones and two black ones. Oh, nice, nice. Black ones are spec. The black ones are spectacularly cool because they just look black, and then you put whiskey in them, and they look like there's like a fire inside. They're pretty amazing. Nice. What is it? It's a Nolan uh, glass. It's a specific mm. glass for whiskey. It's yeah. got nubbins inside that make the whiskey taste nicer. Interesting. It's like it's like scientifically. Uh, Crafted yeah. to aerate it properly. Would you like to say hello? Yeah. I, got him on, I got him on Kickstarter. Yay. You need to come over here because I'm going to little cold. No. Yeah. Hal's only we're got all, a little cord. We're all hearing about Hal's little cord. Sorry, buddy. Congratulations. You're in. You're in. I'm mostly oh, in. There we go. I miss you. Okay. Hey. I missed. Congrats! Congrats at NASA. May your yeah. tenure at NASA be better than mine. <laughs> I worked on spy satellite stuff with the military, so it was all wacky. That's so freaking yeah. cool! You're so cool. Close the door. I will close the door. Isaac, don't leave that on there. I've got cross chat here. He won't let me talk. Sorry, goodbye. I'll go close. Hey, Hal. So do, do I get all the people out of the rooms? Leah, when are you coming to stay? Have a chat. What? When are you coming what? to stay? I have the sleeper sofa now, so now you have to come. I mean, I do have a two 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 a week break between jobs, and I have no idea what the hell to do with that time. Well, I guess you're two gonna things. Have to two things, jack and shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or you jack could spend more than half of that time driving to and from Reno because it's fucking far away. I uh, oh, you know what? Actually, I would enjoy the drive. In the the nice drive is amazing. That horrible of a drive. With my convertible. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, the biggest regret that I have is that I didn't have long enough to be able to time. Oh, there is some kind of moving truck outside. My door is open. Hold on. Uh, I didn't see any of the Grand Canyon even though I stayed in Flagstaff. So hmm. I was like, I could see that, what is it, the San Francisco volcanic field or whatever that's over there. I didn't get to go see the badass meteor crater park that's mm -hmm. there, which is amazing. The pictures are great. I really want to go touch like the rocks all over Arizona. I just rub my fingers on all of them. Uh, okay, so if you want to be like a good geologist, you go and you lick them all. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Isaac keeps asking me now. He's like, Mom, can I lick this rock? And I'm yeah. like, natural. Well, well, that's what got me is all the people complaining about Prometheus of like, yeah, you're going to touch all these things and stuff. It's like, have you actually met field scientists, geologists, biologists, oh. stuff? They're going to pet the snakes and, and taste the rocks and the dirt and mm -hmm. chew on plants. We like identifying the minerals and stuff. Like you lick it and yeah. they're like, it's salty. Is it chalky? Right off the bat, you know there's calcium. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Start oh, identifying okay. things immediately. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Hey, Hal, do you mind if I take a week and go drive up to Is this plastic salt? Does it taste bitter? Is it there? Yeah. Oh, he said yes. Yay! You should do it. Please yes go. Yes, city mines or yes, city? Yeah. 
We don't have a dining table yet, but we have a Well, couch. actually, he said sure. So. Oh. That's sure. Hey, how? Hey, how? Wit wants me to go and lick her rocks or something. I don't know what she's talking about. Hey, <laughs> wants me to go and lick her rocks. Yeah, <laughs> with me in Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. Nevada. Right? That's how they say it here. Said it would be good for me. What did he say? What did he say? He said it would be good for me. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. You should do it. Be good for you. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I followed this poor lady with NASA for two years and sent her an email once every three months. Yeah. And then it she paid off. She finally got tired of it. And she was just like, "Okay, Leah, I give you a I give you an A plus for persistence." And I was just like, "Yes." You're like, "Yeah, thank you." Job. So, like, is this the one where you showed me the email that almost didn't look real? didn't look real it was the one and it was like super text and like thank nothing you weaponized tits and you were like this is an NASA email and i was Again. like oh, i did you remember this maybe this was like this six was a while ago right yeah it's like six months ago mm -hmm. maybe could be know. possibly a few. i'm excited this is, this, that, that may have been one of many you're like, I stalked a lot of people to get this job and I finally have it. It is mine. I did. I, I did. Especially when I was working at the brewery. That was really bad. It was right down the road from NASA. So I got a lot of those people in. And I was just like, so tell me what you do and how can I do it also? Yes. Give me. Grab a beer to make you more willing to help me. There you go. Where's, where, where, where's my red stapler? Where's my red stapler? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> speaking of red. Yes, but see, I was like the opposite of that. I was giving red staplers out. That's right. So I had a red stapler whenever I started working for the University of Texas. Pal was like, you can order whatever office supplies. And I said, even this red stapler. And he was like, even the red stapler. So I can order the red stapler. Of course you did. I, you know, like who doesn't need a $45 red swing line stapler, right? On university right. money. So I, <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to get the red stapler. Well, Evan accidentally donated it to Goodwill <gasps> when he left Denver and came here. And it was like the one thing I told him to save from the office. <laughs> and I was like, Evan, that's like a forty-five dollars paper. So when, so when is the divorce final? Uh, I know. I was like, Evan, <laughs> I want a divorce. That's cool, man. I was sad. It's okay. It was an accident. He wasn't thinking about it. It's a deal so. breaker. He was like, I will buy you another stapler. So like, yes, you will. <laughs> it wasn't it's okay honey it's no you will buy me another stapler you're going to do it <laughs> you're gonna wake up you're gonna wake up in a bathtub of ice with the kidney missing motherfucker <laughs> oh my goodness no he's wonderful he had suggested he's like i'll get you another one even before the thought had like processed it was like i'm gonna get you another one and i was like yeah <laughs> that's that's like the perfect thing to say he read your, <laughs> he, he read your emotions correctly that's Bill, exactly what I wanted to hear. So have you have been you watching the movie Star like, What? 
Have you ever seen the movie Sergeant Bilko? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ages ago. Right. Right. So he fixed your marriage, right? Nah, yeah. man. He got me another wife. A better wife. <laughs> oh, nice. Have you been doing your flight simulator? Have you been doing your flight simulator? Really should. Right now, I'm I'm struggling to find people to fly with at all, which is really yeah. why. Well, I mean, the last week's been because of the weather. Uh, oh, that's right. Y'all got like ass loads of rain, didn't y'all? I'm not exactly rated to fly through rain and fog and high winds, and I wouldn't want to anyways. That sounds awful. That sounds kind of <laughs> terrifying. It's already hard enough to like talk and fly. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought you said the, the Microsoft flight simulator, the simulator, not the actual flying, right? Yeah. Ah, well, yeah. Why the hell does it matter if it rains outside? <laughs> This is also I mean, true, but like real life flying is the ultimate goal, and apparently is not accessible at this current point in time. Yeah. So, no, no I've, I've heard my Microsoft Flight Sim is pretty, pretty damn cool. I've seen it too. I just, mm -hmm. I don't have it. I use a different one that's a little bit. I heard it has literally the entire planet. On. Like I heard that you can like fly like over Okinawa and you're like flying like over the Amazon and like all these mapped places on the planet. It's like true to oh. life, and that just yeah. uh, it's amazing. Right, it is sourcing uh, high resolution imagery from Google Maps. Mm -hmm. Way back in like the awesome. late '80s, early '90s, when I was working at a computer land, I had to help set up a computer specifically for flight simulator for for a pilot. At the time, where it's like four megs of ram when ram was like individual little chips that were like 16k a piece on the computer to you, handle you, it these, you realize the other people on this video were embryos at this time right oh yeah but it was like you know like you and i, I i'm the only one that knows what the fuck you're talking about dude no, but this was with the whole flight yokes and everything uh it was, it was it was like the guy spent like 10 grand on a on a computer in the 80s to be Whoa. able to do this stuff at his home. Is that possible? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel like it was especially possible back then. Good I Lord. don't think 10 grand is that you could spend on computers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that gives you like a 40 meg hard drive. On a computer today. I mean, yikes. Maybe. I mean, maybe like a big ass computer, but not one of my. Your kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I, before I got my, uh, notice that my job is moving to Idaho without me. I'm, uh, I, I did some upgrades on my computer, so I've stopped to install my video card, but I've now gone up to 64 megs of RAM, which is entirely, uh, for the people, and for the people needed. on this recording that he meant to say 64 gigs of RAM. Yes, 64 gigs. Otherwise, he, may, he still got the 80s computer that still works? 64 megs of RAM? <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. I got more than that on a stick laying next to my monitor. It's the size yeah, of a you know what that would that still would be impressive if it was if it was still running and functioning properly. Like That's I, I would be very impressed. Yeah. So. yeah, I did my one terabyte SSD and MMVE drive to boot off of now, so Oh, I thought you had a problem with the uh you had to upgrade the motherboard because it didn't have the right PCI slot. Uh, no, I did a uh, adapter to do a PCI three uh, M two. Gotcha. 
and then I had to Ben, up, did you die? My, change my BIOS to do true I'm UEFI to be able to do it. Hi, Tim. Tim looks like hey, he's yeah. looking, Tim is looking <laughs> with sadness at his crotch again. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> so I could do floating. It's because he's still dreaming about Titty. Mm, titty. <laughs> Bye, Tim. Bye, so for those who are entering comments and on the Patreon uh, and on the uh, I, the podcast, uh, we must ask Leah, how much did she drink tonight? Sorry. So did everybody drink twice? Because Aaron yes. made you drink twice. Yes. yes, a few times. And that's what should we I, like to hear. Should I do a floating disc to help haul bodies out, or are we going to be able to cart people? No, I think we should just haul bodies out. All right, we're chunking them out. Now what's happening? We just have where to remove them from ground zero. We don't have to take them with us. Screw yeah. Where are you putting them? Well, it depends on how far enough away from the explosion. Yeah, exactly. It just starts rolling down like, you know, we're in... in uh, well, we should probably get a cart and then give these all to the cleric that's in town. And let her deal with it. No, just do? they'll find. once they wake. Up. Yeah, I'm the only one that's going to do anything about it for free. If I even can, when they're at zero, they might just be all dead. No, they're alive. They might be canatonic or brain. They're just dead. unresponsive right now. Their their minds are probably entirely gone. I almost, but... hmm? I almost only got to the clear ones. Yeah. Well, okay. we can stick them all in a cart. If you want I to run back to town to get a cart, hold on. Yeah, I don't want to bring. I don't want to bring a cart. There's no explosion. Then we worry about the explosion. See if these mofo's wake up, and if they don't, we can take care of that as a secondary issue. Right, That's but nice, Sal, I like it. If, if the dish starts rolling down the uh, path, we need a way to move them quick or just let them be a what kind of indiana jones movie shit do you think we're working in here it's not gonna come down and then start rolling towards and us and then it does <laughs> yeah if, if we don't think it will happen it'll happen do not tell how <laughs> he's like random encounter go <laughs> roll it. everyone roll a die 20. what you're reading tim something okay. hey He's yeah, reading really? penis. Is really? Is this pornography? Butt plug. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, really? Becca's bought him a new butt plug. He's <laughs> trying to find the right kind of lube, you know, really viscous <laughs> stuff so it doesn't get pushed in or pushed out of the way too it, much. It, sa what? it says it can connect with Wi-Fi, and I'm trying to enter the password. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to see what, it, what it's like when, when it's in while I'm it's playing really, this. It's really, it's really hard to enter the password. It's a matter of bounces up and down you've got to do for every letter. <laughs> so now we're, now we're entering in more rewards no, and challenges. Bottoms off. up and then uh, activate Tim's butt plug. As, uh, Hold on. First off, first off, no butt plugs activate via Wi-Fi. They're all Bluetooth enabled. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wi-Fi and or Bluetooth. You can totally connect things to your Wi-Fi. My uh, Echo... Sorry, I won't say her name. Otherwise, she's going to get pissed at me. My Echo will I do that all the time. Your Echo will connect to your butt plug? Apparently. 
What? Nick, Nick wants to know if your echo connects to your butt plug. Unfortunately, I don't have any butt plugs that high tech. So they're, they're <laughs> all. <laughs> so it's not like Tim's. Never mind. No. So I have some furry who... ones and I have some pink ones, and I, but I have none that connect to Bluetooth or Wi Fi. And Christmas <laughs> is coming, which Christmas is coming. They connect yeah. via Bluetooth. Everybody they don't connect via Wi-Fi. I'm to support Whitney's butt plug project. Uh. <laughs> Somebody so needs I, to send one to Tim. So how <laughs> do we know how far we have to take these bodies away so they're not damaged or harmed? No idea. And you can see how large the um, array is and it's a reasonable size i mean you're gonna have to drag them a little ways up the mandicore path probably to be sure they're going to be well out of it okay oh you you've never seen silex explode so you don't actually know how far it's gonna go did somebody just drop out of audio they did but they reconnected okay. yeah. I, I, was, I have a question that was me yes um so now, don't people heal from this, like, naturally with rest? Yeah. If it's, if it's the same thing that happened to, to, uh... I believe so. I think it's... Let me check. Hold on. Yeah, if they don't get to zero, they please. could, theoretically. I'm, I'm casting floating disc. We can pile some bodies on there. Oh. Uh, okay. I mean, um, hang on, I'm just checking whether it's damage or whether it's uh, drain. I think it was damage because I was able to heal it last time. I think you're right. I'm just checking. It is, I believe. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Aha. Something <laughs> was right. That sounded off. Can you try to reconnect again? Because you're doing the robot voice again. Okay, it might, it might still be uh, testing. How do I sound? Yeah, um, you sound like a robot. Darth Kiernan has popped up All again. Right. Actually, it's damage. Which is right. Yeah, we don't want drain. We want damage. Right, because luster restoration will cure damage and time, I believe. But too. not drain. It's damage, not drain. So damage will heal itself over time, but it'll take a while, right? Yeah. Probably, they'll probably need to game. be fed. We're, we're not going to have to. We're not going to have to pay to get them fixed up or anything. No. We can just take them somewhere to rest. Well, so, uh, well, we we technically don't need to get them fixed up at all, but yes. Well, I mean, we've already we've already saved their lives, so now we're kind of responsible for them. Like we can't just we can't just leave like catatonic people on the side of the road to be eaten by wolves. Yeah. There are no wolves here. Character. Like, in, I well, mean, that's not floating disc to help get them away. Yeah, pile pile yeah. up to five hundred pounds of them onto the disc, and then how would that be enough for everybody? And you've dragged a few out, so yes, let's say yes. And if not, you can do two trips. Perfect. Well, that's okay. like, like, you can fit like four people on one, and then mm -hmm. like, 
We can each like I'm sure there's someone light I can carry. You can manage to get everybody out. You get okay, everybody out. Let's, okay, perfect. Sounds great. So what we're was out. Doing all that did. It didn't even get you to clear the bodies out. What was she doing sat in this chair? Drinking and talking about flight simulator and licking rocks. That's right. Yeah. Rocks. Of course, you know, Leah and I geeked out about science and licking rocks. So Right. So, oh, hence why she wants to come and lick your rocks. Yes, that's why she wants to lick my rocks. I, I think a lot of us do, though, but I mean. <laughs> At uh, oh, one point, I got disconnected. Took me a while to figure out what was going on. Reconnected, and they were still talking about the same shit. <laughs> yep, you are correct, Nick. It's true. Oh. Like, basically, I convinced Leah in that whole time to come out here and blast off rockets in the desert with me, so... Sounds like a lot of fun. It does, doesn't it? We were literally doing it last weekend. <laughs> okay, what? so you get the folks away. Damage will heal at a rate of one per day for each ability score that's damaged. If the pattern matches it cares to, then it would all be wisdom. Right. I mean, you could somebody could heal them to a heal check and figure it out if they wanted to. I could heal. Give me a heal check. As, as we, as with the last load, as we approach a thousand feet away, I will click the button without looking back at the array, because I understand that it's cooler. Uh, okay, so as 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 you kind of float along, um, float along. up the up the up the mantic well, you've got a, you've got like a little floaty disc in front of you. Um, Alexander presses the button on the um, detonator, <laughs> and there is like, a what does this do? huge explosion behind you. It literally rocks the ground. Parts of the wall start to slide. Bits I of was... junk just pull down on top of you. I, I was going to say that we could use that uh, one audio recorder that we uh, got from the uh, I'm very small crash piece. site, yeah, from the captain, and then have that like recorded for posterity <laughs> kaboom Was that the whole city recording or can this have multiple i think it can take multiple recordings um yeah. so the whole city just goes quiet and bits fall off the wall you see several build buildings that just literally collapse in the middle of the city uh oh the whole ring of the array just blows to pieces and the whole thing just collapses flat on top of the wall like a like an old bicycle wheel just hanging off the side the Talk stanchion stanchion that it was holding just bends backwards and blows off into the <laughs> desert and the rest of it's just rotten on top it's just like, like torn metal on top of sticks okay alexander drop the spell we leave one of the detonators in the pile with these people, and we book out of here. They'll get blamed for this. Let's go. No! We, only got, we only got one detonator. No, we got three. We, we had them. three. We had three silex charges and oh, three you, detonators. I think you had a detonator with three charges. I thought we had three detonators and three charges. It was from, from Red Tooth Raiders. I thought it was three, but maybe it was three charges. I think you have one detonator with three charges. Well, then I will hold on to that because I may want to stick a charge on somebody's back. Wow. 
I, I just got this like mental picture of like there's like dust and shit and like the whole city just rocking. Like yeah, the whole place is made of, whole place is made out of junk. So. Going. You hear the sounds of screaming in the distance, and <laughs> you know people are yelling, and it's bad. I, I say, say we, I we say did we good here as we here. walk back. Leave the people. We did here. good here. <laughs> leave the people here. Murder Hobos Incorporated. Are you leaving them here? No, the oh, I, I have in the Morrow. With Morrow, we actually located four detonators. I have written on the inventory. Hmm. Okay, Marrow have four detonators. That's what I have in the box in Marrow's. We had five batteries, two nanite canisters, flare gun, one zero grenade, a wand of cure moderate wounds with eight charges, a trauma pack, and four detonators. How you making me look? Where where? You hate it when you make me look. Pretty sure our detonators came from Red Tooth. It did all of that shit came from Red Tooth, but it was after you killed Marrow and saved the. Oh, okay, so yeah. it might have been at a different section then. Okay. You have a time-worn detonator with four charges. Four, okay. So we can blow up two more charges with. Which would definitely take care one? of one of the Lords of Rust. Three. What? Four charges. Well, I know, but we used one charge of Silex. Yes, right. but we have two, yeah. Yeah, two more charges of Silex with three more charges on a detonator. Yeah. The charges is being used in two separate ways, and it's confusing. Let's call the let's call it bricks of silex. Two bricks silex, two charges on detonator. How are people reacting because of the big ass explosion? Screaming, yelling, the whole city's in disarray. Which is why I'm staying perfectly calm as I walk stride forward with bodies on my. Floating we actually disc. have to. This, this oh, no, so no, it. no, seriously, no one's going to acknowledge what I was suggesting about us leaving those people there. I don't know. We we said, we said I think they thought you were joking because it's what the sociopath would say. Uh hello, sociopath of the group right here. <laughs> no, seriously, if 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 they're gonna look for if it had collateral damage to the to the city and they're looking for blood, I say these people are a lost cause. Let them find them. Tati yeah. she would probably find a way to go against that and save these people anyways. Okay, how about if how about if we go we went we went to the blast and to see if we could help anybody, we found these people catatonic like this. We went well, we'd be too early and we want credit for the blast. I believe. Yeah, we do. I mean it's it's not like there's no one here. People saw you walk out of that place before the explosion. Yeah and walked in before. Literally with cool guys don't look at explosions playing in the background. Nick. Okay, Tatia's got us there. She nailed us. The whole person, like, <laughs> when, it go, when it goes off and people are looking forward and don't go, what the fuck was that? Then those are the people that totally set it off. <laughs> <laughs> so so a Alexander, in his, in his attempt to look cool, basically fingered all of us. Yeah. Right. I mean, he'd do that anyway without looking cool. <laughs> Science. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I don't have to look. Right, there's going to be an explosion. Is there anybody like coming towards us? Or since we did this, don't oh, we want to go back somewhere and hide? I don't know. You're heading back towards the Manticore. If you're heading back down the Manticore path, realize the path itself is actually slumped slightly. It's part of the wall seems to have given away on this side of the city. Rumble, That's going to be very difficult. 
very difficult to get along the path. You pass where the manticore was, and the whole cave has collapsed. Good thing we got everything of worthwhile out of there. Yep. Yeah. So you're climbing across the top of the rubble at this point. The people who were here, several of them are helping each other out of the rubble. People are hurt. There's some people are bleeding where the walls have fallen on them. Oh, shit. I didn't think it would be this bad. Good thing uh, we just had a, recharges. Just out of curiosity, why did we need to blow that thing up? Uh, I think that was decided before I joined. What was that thing doing? Uh, people were people took from the town of Torch. There's a huge other ruin under Torch that uh, has a reactor that's venting plasma up, up into the sky, and they used it as a forge. Somebody killed the torch to take that energy and beam it over here for some nefarious purpose. So we got the reactor working relatively properly again, so torch is okay, because it probably would have blown up if they kept doing that. But we want to blow up this array so they can't try and steal the power from torch again. Because there are friends. That was a good summary. Good job, Android. Got <laughs> that. So, uh, as you come back into town, the market is in disarray. People are standing up, trying to reset their stalls. Um, everywhere just looks like bits of the wall have fallen into the ground. The ground is no longer flat. It's just torn up a little bit with bits of wall that have fallen down onto it. Perhaps people are more more people. nursing wounds and just generally not having a great time of things. Um, there's talk about something going on. There's a general hue and cry about the array has been destroyed. Several people are moving out of your way as you come wandering down the path. And where are you heading? Uh-oh. <laughs> hot palace with the, with the catatonic people. The yeah. Kellids. You're going back to the Kellids with the catatonic people? Yes. So you're literally walking the longest possible way. From like one side of the city to the other. I'd say Hawk Palace or Dinvaya's. Hawk Palace is even further, isn't it? No, Hawk Palace is closer. Yeah, let's take them to Hawk Palace. You take them to Hawk Palace. Do these people have any kind of valuables? Insignia that show they they were pre-looted, remember? What'd you say? There are no gang affiliations, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no gang affiliations. Random folk we save. I mean, people, the majority of people here avoid the gangs and try to live a life or kind of live with them, but not really part of them. Makes sense. And think about, think about Thunderdome, right? Most mm -hmm. of them weren't in the gang. They just kind of hung out and watched things. <laughs> we don't need another hero. But they all followed the same rules. You break a deal, you spin the wheel. That's right. <laughs> all right. Cool. So we're strutting about town. We get over to the Kellids. So is it lunch or right? libations and recreational sex? Hawk Palace. Right. That's what happens after a successful mission, right? Libations Perfect. and recreational sex. Apparently, yeah. at the, apparently at the Kellids and the Steelhawks. Uh... Which should we be celebrating yet? Hey, with the Steelhawks? 
Yeah. Is there any like chatter about are they pissed at the thing got blown up or everybody's upset that they've got broken arms and cut faces? Yeah, nobody's happy about that. Oh fuck. But I'm pretty sure that about the specific thing that got destroyed, it doesn't sound like they could give a shit either way. It's just somebody disrupted life and fucked you. Over this side of the city where the market is by the Steelhawks, nobody really gives a toss right now about the relay. They're just trying to put their shit back together and get the day going on again. I mean, strange shit happens around here quite often. They just put it down to, like, gang stuff and try to carry on. Tatia, Tatia, what if we go around and make a big much ado about helping out to restore... I think we're doing that by walking around with these catatonic people behind us. There's probably some guidance from from excavation under the arena. To Pardon? Oh. It was because of, the, because of the Lords of Rust and the project that they have digging underneath. It was an effect from that. Surely the Lords of Rust are up to no good, causing such destruction. What's next? The collapse of the entire city? We could spin this to our advantage. We should hide the explosives, too, so that no one catches us with them. Oh, they're well tucked away in the bowels of the haversack. Uh, where you you, should, you should give, like, one to a small urchin and the other one to some kind of nun. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 as, and as long as they're within a thousand feet, their silence is assured. Exactly. <laughs> and I tune the detonator to two separate pieces of explosive. That's Yeah, yes, you can. Oh, so I could pre-tune it and... Oh. Yeah, so basically you spend a charge to attune it and then it all goes off when you press the button. Wait, both at the same time, or is there two separate buttons so I can... No, there's one button. You tune one, you tune the next, you hit the button, and it all explodes. Okay. That that alters tactics slightly, but still usable. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, why are you going to throw, like, explosives around? So, so it reminds just... me of Cthulhu, where they start juggling, like, dynamite and throwing it at monsters. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, I, I wanted to say that um, Pathfinder Iron Gods has just weaponized a nun and a small child street urchin. <laughs> it's a first. It's a first. Well, I mean, it's an all-time low, but it's also the first. Well, I mean, you can always. I just say it's not an all-time low. It's a low. I'll give you that, but it's definitely <laughs> not the all-time yeah. one. No, we could stuff two charges of Silex into a deli chicken and send it to the ogre at the arena. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so messed oh, up. No, no, no. It's perfect. It's awful, is what that is. There's no honor in that. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. Maybe we should have Bully Gup just looking at eyes and shit right there in the middle of the arena. No, <laughs> because it would obviously work. <laughs> it though. <laughs> All we all we need is the great Gonzo from the Muppets and all his chicken wow. entourage. So you return to Hawk Palace, yes? Or are you going yeah. back to the Kellid? No, Hawk Palace. There are bugs. Yes, it is. What are we doing hey, with they, the uh, what are we doing with the floating platter of uh, protein, huh? Floating platter. Of well, I guess we could maybe people. like leave them at Hawk Palace, right? Like, hey, look, we found these people and they need to rest or whatever. Whatnot, I mean, right? It'll, it'll follow six feet behind me. If, so, 
I'm just being clear that we're going to bring them. Oh, sorry, five feet behind me. Sure. Okay. All right. So we're in Hawk Palace, and what happens? You took the people there, yes? Yes. Yeah. You get to the stairs of Hawk Palace, and Severoth Slade is on the steps, and she's like shouting to various steel hawks. Hey, big boy, I'm going to do terrible things to you. That's what that's what Becca just said. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was never us late. I was like, that's oh. weird. <laughs> so Becca was whispering in Tim's ear. You have to go for you have to go for two minutes. That um... that must have been a weird. She was, no, not she yet. She was whispering. She was whispering. Three and a half. She tonight. She was whispering. Is tonight's my night with the strap on. <laughs> That's, right. That's what I heard. Did anyone else hear that? I don't know. No, no, no. What she was, what she was actually saying was, "Did you manage to get the butt pug connected to Wi-Fi?" Ah, yes. <laughs> find out. Don't cross the streams, Egon. <laughs> okay. Uh, several Slade is on the steps, yelling to other Steel Hawks, and they seem to be mounting a defense. They're not sure whether this is an attack, what is going on, whether they're going to get blamed. But they seem to be shoring up their uh, defenses. Green, Severus Slade. Uh, there's, there's been an attack. Let's, let's, let's talk later. Tatia, says, All right. Tatia tries to calm everybody down and says, "I think there has been a, uh, a misunderstanding of what has happened just now." Those people injured, take them to the front gates. There's an infirmary there. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and get them taken over there or do we think we can handle these folks ourselves do we want to stay at hot palace for any particular reason no oh, take them to the front gates these people were close to the explosion when we found them all right let's go not a lie we, we, we found lie, them before the explosion I'm saying that loudly is that what we're gonna do a well, we yeah, found them yeah we're taking them to the infirmary. All right, we're going to the infirmary, Hal. Hey, you take them and you drop them in the infirmary. Okay. A couple of steel hawks drag them inside and kind of drop them onto makeshift pallets. There are other people in there, mostly steel hawks and other people you recognize from the market who have been severely injured. There are some people who have lost an odd limb here and there. The majority is just cuts and bruises. Oh, dear. Perhaps we should have warned people. This was from the chaos that the looting probably ensued as opposed to the actions. Alexander, let's be very clear. No one can know we were involved in this. So keep it quiet. Uh, that's when Tati would say, Alexander, uh, according to your calculations, maybe, do you think that possibly it would not have been uh, something within the realm of our possibility? to prepare and get everybody <laughs> out of the area so that they do not get, um, how do we say it, gently blown the fuck up. Nobody would oh, fucking no listen fuck to up. us. They would think we were fucking nuts. Well, true. Meatbags would not cooperate, most likely. No, no. Oh, no. They, the people at Ground Zero didn't even cooperate, or so we've seen. We did our best. Uh, let's hope with the wreckage and get a move in. So how, what, uh, what happened? <laughs> I assume we're going back to, to Hawk Palace. By the time yes. you get back, Severoth's lady is like, you did this. Uh, uh, oh yeah, look around. 
Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Looks like an attack on the Lords. Why did you do it? Well, because we thought it might be helpful. Right, but still, <laughs> this was uncoordinated and you should have told us first. Apologies, but uh, I did not know that we were such a tight-knit group. Uh, Sleep here like every night. Well, yes, but uh, I don't even know your cousin's name. Oh, we're, uh -huh. we're, we're a clean half mile away. We didn't think that uh, this would... Uh, Just thought you'd go out notice. and blow something up while you were on your morning walk, right? There was no planning whatsoever. <laughs> Not Take me for there was planning, but it... It was planning, but it, it was the morning walk, actually. That is a bit of how we uh, tend to do things. We kind of just wing it. Oh, here's some explosives. Let's throw it at that great big important array the Lords have owned for years. That's we, we actually climbed, we actually climbed and placed it very carefully. Oh, that, that's even better. You, you were definitely seen because... Would it please you as a future protocol if we inform you of our intents before we do things. No, oh, well, maybe only if you're going to blow up something the Lords of Rust think is important, because then they start looking for people to blame. Sephiroth, Sephiroth, we, we were simply trying to protect you. Plausible really? deniability. Really? By starting it? Really? Oh, would you rather be... Down. Would you be rather be privy to our plans and then be held culpable if it was found hey. that you were involved? I'm going to say a smart ass. Yes. Oh, I guess our scrap work went up. Would you appreciate well, us sleeping elsewhere? It was you. Uh, have you tried telling the loads of rust to suck a fat dick? Yeah, that, that's when about, oh, I don't know, what do we say? 70% of my friends died. Would you like to sleeping elsewhere? Seventy percent of the, they, how did seventy percent of them die? Yeah, they were thousands of feet away from this. How oh no, it? not from the explosion, from when they challenged the Lords of Rust. Oh, right. uh, oh, I was gonna say, good grief! Oh, he wouldn't be set <laughs> off like a mini like explosion. Mini, it's mini nuke. It's like the start of Fallout where you nuke the town. <laughs> would, it, would it improve your situation if you were to? Expel us and we sleep elsewhere tonight. Doesn't matter. They're going to find you regardless of where you are. You're better off here. Just then we can kind of claim a little bit of responsibility and maybe we could say we knew about it. We're okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I can go stay with the killers again if you like. Do we see any Red Tooth Raiders around? I do not think it would be a problem. Hey, the Red Tooth Raiders, you passed where they were. They were scurrying about trying to fix stuff. It seems like parts of their warrens collapsed due to the explosion. Uh -oh. oh, dear. All right. So now what? So we pissed this lady off. We pissed this lady off. <laughs> but does she look like mean angry or she's she's a, she's a yes she's a bit or of like she's, exci she's excited something's happening 
but also really upset that she wasn't part of it. Yes, yeah, like a jealousy kind of a thing. Like, oh, no, she's oh. not jealous. She just wanted to know what was going on before it happened. Mm. Yeah, maybe we should have told some. Maybe we should have told some people. <laughs> uh, the more people we tell, that she's chaotic, leaks, good, right? and planning that much into the good deed would be against her nature. Uh, telling telling people about yeah. anything you're going to do would be against exactly. the, the whole party, right? Yeah, fuck it. That that's more of a later problem. So, Ho hopefully, we at least got the mind meddler in that. <laughs> mind meddler. Mind meddler. All right. So, I she's mad. We're glad. We're getting. They seem to be gearing up for a fight that's clearly coming our way. So are we gearing up for war here? I, is there like the distant cry of the Lords of Rust coming after us? No, no, it's not that bad. Okay. But they're not even going to bother to come after you. What? The Lords of Rust can cry as they choke on my dick. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. Yes. Like a dirty urchin. This is the Skyrim uh, message for you. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> we have to go to the Jarl now. Yes, what can I do for you? A message for you, ma'am. Hi. Yes, I. Thank you. All right. Dear old uh, do, you to, do you want me to tell you it? Ah, it's not a paper message. This is something that you are going to tell me. Okay. Yes, please. Go ahead. Backstab. Hellskog says you've got to come to the arena. Two days time. Hellskog. Two days? That's how Three. long they need. They must be pissing in their pants. Actually, what they, what what they said was was they they need time to to fix the the stands so people can watch them carve you to pieces. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's that that's adorable. Well, uh, they expect. <laughs> Gonna be a full house, so you we'll better look what nice. kind of surprise we're <laughs> look nice. That's pretty funny. That, they're open, they're open to put up a good fight because you know the last people didn't last two minutes and it was disappointing. I barely got halfway down my popcorn. Yeah, that's two minutes. That's twenty. That's twenty rounds of combat. That's oh, oh that's amazing. That's because it was shitty popcorn, or is it because? It didn't last very long. They were horrible and terrible. I could barely see anything, but it didn't last any time at all. Hellstrad <laughs> just pulled them right dead. <laughs> who, no, who is boy? All right, folks. We've got an ultimate like showdown to get ready for. What the ultimate fighter? It's like the ultimate fighter championship. I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's have two days of napping and good sex, and then <laughs> agreed. <laughs> Napping and good sex, and then let's go kick some ass until we die. Hold on, hold on. Uh, maybe we should like try to get other people on our side in those two days. We could totally do that too. I, I totally that agree. Could be totally part agree. of the sexing is getting I, I, people on our side. But I don't believe I don't know if we're able to allowed to bring other people into the arena. Uh, Sevroth, is there a protocol for these arena invitations or challenges? 
Formerly, if you've been summoned, you've been summoned and you'll know who you are. <laughs> Bringing extras is probably seen as weakness. I would imagine. But we can have them pack the stands and then, like, swarm in and just murder the fucking place. Lord. Yeah, just murder the Lords of Rust. We know a bunch of fucking Kellids. I mean, it's an ambush. They know what we want to do, and the rest of them clearly want to help, too. And with their strength oh. numbers, if we can all get them in the same place and use their plan against them, that would be beautiful. But I think the you sign would be up that actually is. You seen the size of that place? Great filling those stands. Majority of those stands are going to be bloodthirsty punters wanting to see you die. But the isn't there like a uh, an area where the Lords of Rust would likely sit in their little comfy chairs and watch like a like a Caesar of Rome? Couldn't we just take our oh I don't know our other two bricks of silex and two detonators and <laughs> there and rig that? And the, um, the festivity before we start to... there's not a lot of honor in that though is there really let's think about it blowing people up just isn't very honorable honor means a fat load of beak when you are dead well maybe depends where you go after right little frogman hmm. oh, just I, i'm sorry I, did, I didn't i didn't hear all that i lost uh audio there for ah, everybody's tapping out Okay, you back. Are you back? Yeah, Ben, you hear me? Would what what happened? Um, Every fight is different. It depends on what Hellscrag wants to do. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you just have to deal with Hellscrag, right? But if we push the button and blow up the other two Lords of Rust that are sitting in their chintz chairs in the stands where they have their little uh, like arena area, watch. most of them don't bother watching. It's really Hellscrag's thing. So is That's it one on one us against Hellscrag, us against multiple Lords of Rust? Uh, Hellscrag's a troll, right? She's pretty confident in her abilities to fight pretty most anything. Sometimes <laughs> well, she'll but... use weapons, sometimes she'll just use claws, sometimes she'll fight you all at once. Depends on the rules of the day. So Ikezdu doesn't have to fight her alone then. I mean he can if you want to appear <laughs> macho. I think a troll would tear him to pieces, honestly. Yes, he is quite the pussy. A troll would probably destroy him. Would it be possible for me to obtain from the marketplace uh, mercury, phosphorus, and powdered diamond and opal worth 500 gold pieces? Hell are you trying to cast? Symbol of healing? What? For what? Why? Well, because During if, the if, fight. I, if I no, if I put symbol of healing on in the infirmary, it will uh, heal everybody within sixty feet. Like for wounds. Yes, if we've wounded a bunch of people and people are being taken to the infirmary, I might be able to make the situation better for many people in the town. I'm sure you could find those ingredients in town if you wander enough. I would like to try to do so. Okay. Cast how long does it last? Oh, this is one of the ones I don't ever attempt much because I will have to spontaneously do it. Uh, functions as symbol of death, except all creatures. <laughs> <and> <laughs> 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 
Get him turned around. Oh, let's see. Symbol of death is... Oh, is it burst trigger? Uh, yeah, when triggered. So it's going to go off once. But if I set it up and then we set it off, everybody within 60 feet gets uh, bathed in healing energy. Long as it lasts. Uh, let's see. Symbol of death is you inscribe the rune. Uh, when triggered, it kills more than one or more people in 60 feet. Creed is a burst. Oh, yeah, it's triggered. What? You cast that? I can cast symbol of healing spontaneously because it's a level three clerical spell. I just burn two level three spell slots. That's symbol of death. Right. Well, symbol of healing. But it I works a symbol of death, but except for the 60 feet, everybody's bathed in positive energy and heals 2d8 plus one points per caster level in instead. That's it. Then the symbol vanishes or it stays there? Uh, it vanishes unless you can do permanency, which is a 10th level or higher. So basically, it's, it can't be made permanent, so it can only be blasted off once. Yeah. That's not, so basically, you're better off with a cleric stood in the middle of the room just channeling positive energy. Well, yeah, but I'm not a cleric, and I can't do that. Right, and no, nor is anyone else in the party. But there are clerics in the in, in the town, and some of oh. those may be doing that. Okay, if they can get a cleric, and, and then I will let the... You even see Vaya rolling out towards the infirmary at some point. Oh, then I will ignore the situation. That's probably wise. I mean, it was a good idea. Though. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Can I believe oh, it? I look forward to seeing you take on Hellscrag. I've seen her fight a few times. How did yeah. she fight? Dangerously. Fabulously. She's a troll, right? She heals. So scratching, fighting, that sort of thing. Pulling so what do we know? Does anybody in the party know anything about trolls? I'll hear you, Bill. I Bill said, is it knowledge? What? It may just be me that can't hear Bill. Knowledge nature, knowledge engineering. We check what a troll is technically classified as, and we will find out. Yes. Y yes. We're having some nice technical issues tonight. I'm just throwing that down. Kinds of terrible things. A troll is classified as ding ding ding. Survey says giant, I think. I think Oh, a it's a giant? But a type of giant, I think. It's considered a giant. Wait a minute. I, I think I all the knowledge that they regenerate. I would, I would definitely, you know, be more interested if this particular one had a heated allergy or something. We'd exploit. Can you guys hear me now? That's cute. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So it should be, it should be knowledge nature, as far as I know, because that's, you know, they're giant, they're a natural creature, what they regenerate. You know, knowledge engineering is for aberrations and mind flayers and grells and I think tearing is. crawlers. I think you're right. I think it's probably knowledge nature. Anybody want to try that wit? Tati did it. Yeah, Tati already did. Oh, okay, what you get? Oh, 23. That'll work. 
That's a ridiculously good roll. Mango. Uh, <clears throat> trolls are large creatures. They're big. I mean, you've seen her. She has claws, a huge bestial mouth with a huge underbite, almost like a crocodile's jaw. Uh, relatively tough um, in that their skin is thick and difficult to pierce. They also naturally regenerate damage. So when you cut them, the wounds heal almost instantly. Wow. Is there Unless like a vulnerability? Yeah, unless the wounds are sealed by acid or fire. Oh, Is magical that... weapons don't do anything to it? Magical wounds heal just the same. The only things that do not regenerate are acid and fire damage. Okay, fire it is. So acid and fire damage don't heal. Here, take this what hit. about like chopping off limbs? It will regrow over time. So... If we send a Kestu to go romance her with a Silic <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> Trolls also, it's well, they're well known for their fearlessness and they literally rely on their regeneration to the point that they will fight to the death. And even when dead, a troll has a chance of regenerating. Okay. Whoa. Sounds like fireball is the way to go. Fireball. All the fireballs. So they're about a thousand pounds and stand about 14 feet high. That's a one big bitch. How about uh -huh. if we take a uh, a big great axe that isn't your magical one, I guess, too, and we put on each blade of the great axe a charge of our silex, and you just throw it... <laughs> Here, catch. <laughs> we could actually strap it to Bully Gap, uh, and then we could just slingshot him into her mouth. I'm, I'm sorry, I do not, uh, I do not like this plan. <laughs> I feel like this plan has me exploding. <laughs> I would rather not explode in a fucking troll's mouth. Hey, Hal. Since she's a very large creature, do I get any bonuses fighting something that large? Not unless you've got feats to do it. I mean, you're also pretty big. Well, no, I just... I, I think it might be higher or low, because I thought I'd get bonuses. i get something fighting something as larger than me. Oh, is it a Titan Maybe fighter? It's, it's possibly a great. Is it a Titan fighter thing? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I was, just, I was just asking about it. Perhaps some feats that, get, that do that for you, that allow you to... Um, fight um, larger creatures with bonuses. Is Hellscrag the one that uses a chainsaw or is that the Yetin? Oh, oh no. Oh no, that's Kulgara. She's an orc. Orc? Ah. Yeah, the Yetin's drags. They use they use uh, spike chains. Oh, the most honorable of weapons. <laughs> what oh. if... Hold on. What if we uh what if we attach some of the explosives to a net and then I throw the net on her and then we blow her the fuck up? That's not a bad idea. So do we want to I'm wondering if the silence means everybody's brains are chewing on that? Or if everyone thinks it's a bullshit plan. No, I think it's a 
Tatia's character would think that's pretty rad. My, my audio keeps cutting out. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Uh, I was wondering if I could uh, attach the explosives onto a net, and then I throw the net onto the large troll woman, and then we blow her the fuck up. We do have nets. Yeah. We, we have good nets, too. Yeah, good oh. nets. We oh, how? And we have explosives. I guess it's at level nine. Never mind. I, I can't do that. It's just at ninth level, and then every four levels thereafter, the bonus increased by one. When wielding an oversized weapon, the Titan Fire can attempt to bull rush, drag over and trip creatures, and trip creatures up to two size categories larger than himself. Can I do that now, or I have to wait until level nine? No. When you no, normally you can't. The trip, trip, and all of those other moves are limited to creatures that are your size or smaller, generally. All it means is you're used to fighting very large creatures with your very large weapons, and you can then do those things to creatures who are bigger than you. So how do you? How does trip? Does that take it? Uh, is that a replacement effect? So or trip, is a, tri trip is a combat maneuver. So basically, what you would do is you say you were attempting to trip because you aren't proficient in tripping, as in you don't have the improved trip feat. It would actually uh, trigger an attack of opportunity against you. But if you succeeded, you would trip them to the ground. Okay, so I can't, so I can't technically use these abilities to my, uh, Until to my favor. Line. Gotcha. Oh, really? I mean, she's bigger than you already. We could also cover one of the nets in oil or another flammable uh, liquid, and then use that to set the big bitch on fire. Hmm. Bitch. Set so anyway. So, or we can throw some acid in her face and really fuck up her eyes. So, like, so how? So I, I can't do that until level 9, then, is what you're saying? Yeah, you'd have to be level 9 to get the level okay. 9 ability. Well, no, it, it doesn't, like, it's not worded that way. That's what I, I mean, you can trip. I don't know what the limit is on trip, but I'm going to guess it's your size or lower, because that's what most of the maneuvers are. No, 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 I get that. What I'm saying is, just the way it's written... I thought it was like a bonus as a Titan Fire. This is what you get. It didn't say when you're level nine you get this. It's just the way it's worded. And also, additionally, without the things like improved trip or improved whatever the hell it is, you're going to trigger attacks of opportunity for trying those maneuvers. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So basically, your benefit allows you to do it to larger creatures, but it doesn't take away the fact that it would actually technically trigger a response if you tried to do it. Okay, cool. I guess the other thing is I just get a bonus against awesome blow combat maneuvers if somebody's trying to do that against me, I guess. Awesome blow awesome blow is an amazing thing. Yeah, that's one of the problems, Tim, with uh, some of the prerequisite stuff. Like there's a couple of things where, oh yeah, like one of the one of the things I was looking to do was uh um uh I needed like a uh, a feat, an entire feat that gave me basically a plus one to attack and that was it. But it was a prerequisite for an awesome feat later, so it's all mm -hmm. kind of you know. Well, I no, it's it, it just like crazy. things my class like gets, but yeah. Anyways, how that? that yeah. <clears throat> so, do we want to try to convince the Kellids or the Rat Folk to, or is what you're telling us how that it's going to be a moot point because there's going to be hundreds of people at the. So. Asking around and looking on that side, the Lords of Rust have a lot of orcs and rat folk and human people 
already kind of in their sway and you expect that the majority of the people attending this thing will be them. Okay, so it's not going to be the common folk. I mean, the common folk may also attend, but there's a lot of the lords. They're not lords of Rust. They're part of the gang. They're not one of the heads, but they're just like the orcs and rat folk that do their day-to-day -day bidding. Okay, so even if we got more people on our side, it wouldn't make a difference, is what you're saying. Because they're just going to outnumber. Might, might, but it, I mean, ultimately it depends on what your aim is. If your aim is to actually have a mass fight with literally every orc, rat folk, human lord of rust here, versus you, the Kelids, uh, uh, Red Tooth Raiders, and the Steelhawks, sure, we could do that. Okay, I just wasn't sure. If we defeat the Lords of Rust or we defeat Elstrag, then that's essentially upping our scrap worth to the point where no one's going to fuck with us. Well, but what happens if, if... It sounds like nobody's won. If we win, do we just get invited into the Lords of Rust? Or do they leave us alone? Or... I mean, we know what happens if we lose, we die. But if we win, what is the potential outcome of this arena battle? Well, like, if it's an arena battle, if we beat this um, this troll, I mean, it's going to be, like, a ton of respect, right? Like, we do that in front of everybody there. Like, would we would they also just respect us? Like, oh, well, these people are stronger than the troll. Right, but then do... What's the Lords of Rust's response? Do they invite us to join them? Do they oh, I have, say we do have no idea now? Does no idea. Sevroth, no. Has anybody ever won a nobody's challenge? Ever, nobody's ever beaten a. No one. Never so been done. we have two days to prepare. We could either indulge in hedonistic pursuits in case we do not survive. <laughs> with space there. We could try to <laughs> strengthen ourselves either by gaining an equipment or go out and attempt to slay enough things to learn enough to like that. fight better. Let us go forth and slay many things <laughs> to learn extra K fighting skills. Kiernan Kiernan starts to imagine a small little oriental girl with black hair that says, why not both? <laughs> so i mean do we want to use this time to convince people or what do you think we're going to do for the next two days before we prep for this i think you can convince people won't help with the immediate fight maybe afterwards if we have a big thing but it really depends on how the lords of rust react to us winning if we win well, we need fire and acid. I mean, those are the main things. So how can we equip our weapons with and fire how do and we, acid? We also need to think about tactics. I don't know if we're fit to do this as players tonight, but we also need to think about tactics because this thing's going to have a 10-foot reach, and we don't. Right? Uh... So... What, do we know yeah, anything about Hellscrag? Like, do we know anything about her? Trolls. She's a troll. Do we know, like, have we asked um, people around, like, how she fights other? Because I'm pretty sure she's dragged other people to the arena, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's killed a lot of people. Well, yeah, I know, but how did she do it? Like, 
what kind of weaponry does she use? Depends. She's like a she's like a gladiator. She's it's, she's about showing the crowd a good time. So it's not always the same fight. Okay. Do we have? Do we know what kind of weapons she's used or how she fights? All kinds. Sometimes she'll use weapons. Sometimes she won't. The weapon oh, okay. she differs. Sometimes they're technological. Sometimes they're just physical weapons. Okay. Sometimes, so she... there's a, sometimes there's a theme to the fight. Sometimes there isn't. Okay. I wasn't sure if there was like something. No way we're going to know what to expect. Well, no. But yes, that was basically what I was trying to get out of asking people if they knew how she fought, right? And a lot of people are very excited when she fights. She, she, she puts on a good show, which is basically what people here like. They like the show. Uh, let's give a good show then. So it's like a theater, right? Like how she it's, treats it's it. Entertainment for this. It's it's gladiatorial is basically yeah. how it's set up. Does so we're challenging or... them, and yeah, she's she's like the front line of, of the gladiatorial arena. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I mean, two days isn't enough for me to enchant anybody's weapon with fire magic. I was going to ask. We have a laser rifle. We yeah. have a ring of the ram that might help knock her over. Um, a ring of the ram? How does that work? Uh, that's what I have written here. Ring of the ram. The 17 the charges. Sheep. Yeah, summons a sheep for sexy time. It basically so there's, a ring of the, there's also a great club that's magical called Gunshy. There was from Gunshy. Uh, Gunshy's great space. club. So what does the ring do again? It basically projects a force, uh, basically like bull rushes people. Knocking yeah, you can you can like pushing force, but you can also use it to like break down doors and siege mm. things. But you know, if it's a giant troll, it might help knock her over. It's just, I believe. Is this going to be all of us against her? Yes. That's often. Sometimes she'll fight with other creatures. Sometimes she'll fight with some of the other lords. It depends on who she's fighting. So, from what you can assess, generally she tries to figure out what would be a safe, not safe, but what would be an even and interesting fight. Okay. Again, good show. She doesn't want it to. She doesn't want to murder you too quickly. She doesn't want also it to look like it's too easy for her. Right. But it will be. <laughs> do we go all a lot on the fight, or if we defeat her, then do we need to have yeah. some reserve stuff for? Her? You know, More. we have a couple flare guns. Yeah. That do. does fire damage. They're hard to target, but especially if you don't have the skill. They're incredibly hard to target. Everybody drinks. Oh. What about these nanite clusters? What can they do for us, thing? Nanite clusters? You mean cylinders? You can load them into the nanite. Tim, drink a thing. There we go. Tim's drinking. Yeah, I'm wondering if we can like rig those up to cause fire damage or something. Mm, probably not. So the arena, if you've walked past it enough, is an enormous open space. It's huge. It stands all around where people can sit. I mean, the, the, it's basically just a big flat space. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what you'll be fighting in. A big flat space. I mean, you could always try and blindness or deafness her. Um, we've got, I can enlarge Kez to 
I have Fireball. Yeah. Fan favorite. Does Tatia, do you have anything with like acid or anything like that? I don't. Sorry. I the best I could probably do. Um I'm hold on. Does that one do that? How can we get like can we uh get like acid flax? Uh acid um encode our like weapons with acid or anything like that? So you probably wouldn't want to do that because um coated your weapons with acid but you could get acid flasks which you can throw to do acidic damage so i have sun metal huh. I, so sun metal the target weapon ignites into flame and it's touched so i think i can do anybody um have that, you have that spell or is that an ability that's a spell i have pretty cool yeah what does it do so you can do it because you Axe or something as I you target it on one melee weapon, and the target weapon ignites into flame that does not hurt the weapon or the wielder, but damages those hit by the weapon. When the weapon's wielder hits this weapon, it deals an additional 1d4 points of fire damage. This damage, might... blah blah. One if that's good for me because I don't have a magic weapon. Well, actually, we don't need magic weapons to hit this thing. Mm -mm. Uh, well, I was wondering, like, how many times can you cast that? Can you? Give that to all the melee, so we're gang up with the fire. I mean, I or... think so because I that's a level one, and I can do up to eight if I'm understanding that correctly. So I should be. Yeah, you're an oracle. It's something around there. Yeah. Oh look, Timmy's Timmy's chat's favorite. Aw. Oh yeah. Hey, I have a fan. Woohoo! Go Tim. Uh, what about poison? Can we poison her as well? Ah, uh, so I have... yeah. Can we put poison on our weapons? Hardy as hell, and you're... I believe you're very likely to damage yourself with the, applying the poison yeah. if you're not... If you're, if you're not trained... Yeah, if you're not trained, and it's gonna be... It's a big fortitude save with a giant, so giants are gonna just laugh it off. Well, no, putting the poison on the blade and then cutting her yes, with the blade. I, I, she could probably take take all the poison you have, drink it, and then burp, and then that would be it, right? Because the <laughs> they probably have a plus 10 to fortitude save. Think about how big they are, right? And you're likely to nick yourself and poison yourself applying the poison. Now, however, yeah, we, do have that, we do have that uh, mind burner pistol chances are a big giant troll fighter gladiator is going to have a crappy will save right and that just makes your will save crappier and does <laughs> does minor not lethal damage but non-lethal non-lethal is a drop in the ocean against a troll right it, but with it, minuses to mind affecting and minuses to will right you do some hoogly boogly Unfortunately, I've not concentrated on a lot of enchantment-type spells that require will saves. I have a lot of things Googly like Blind that take fortitude saves, but those are not good against trolls. Well, you told them how to make a fault save. Her, her plus is Tatia's not very awesome high. Moonbeam. 
there's always the chance yeah, to roll a one, but you know. So I have Dust of Twilight, which could help with making her fatigued. Um, I, I have Charm Person if she counts as a person. That would be a will save. Um, technically, they're not on, a humanoid. It depends on what, what person is defined as. I think it's humanoid, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's humanoid, but she's not humanoid. She's a giant. Yes, I did. So I think giant is. A, I think giant is a subtype of humanoid. Okay. Yes, it is. Hey, how hmm. do um do giants and stuff like that? Do they take uh like disadvantage if you're within five feet if you're like close to them? No, no, they Small. don't. I like you. You you have a blade on the end of a stick, so you have to change the length of it. The claw is going to attack it in the clear, uh, near as well as far. I mean, I I would think though that like, like swiping close to your body versus like you can't have a full range of attack there. I'm just saying. You, you do, sadly. I mean, that's not how fighting works, but okay. Chat's trying to help you. They say that uh, the bigger they are, the harder their reflex saves are to make. Yes. Yep. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, like you know, uh, <laughs> like boxing. If you get inside a a box's reach, you have you have some you're advantage right. on them. All right, but you're within five feet. You're five. You're you're in a five foot box, and they're in the next five foot box. You're not like on top of her, so to speak. What are you Can doing? I get on top of her? I was, I'm trying to read the intimidate skill. Sorry. Okay. Can Can I like jump on her back and stab her repeatedly? I mean, there are rules for for getting into the space of your enemy, uh, but you're not going to like them. Yeah. But I am, I am tiny frogman. I mean, you're I, a tiny frogman, but it's a it's a tough thing to get into the enemy square and do anything worthwhile. I could yeah. enlarge person Akestu or reduce person her or bully gup to make him even harder to. That's right. Reduce bully gup from small to tiny. <laughs> we're we're going with the uh, we're going with the Ant Man of Thanos's butt technique. Uh, and, then, and then technically he would have to enter her square to actually attack her. Although that's not true because she's he's got a ranged weapon. So we get into that weird realm of tiny creatures with ranged weapons, which is a bit bizarre. But it would up his decks. Would definitely up his decks. <laughs> I mean, Rave and Feeblement probably would not work against a troll. Well, Fortitude for half, but you know. Fortitude for half. All for fortitude. You should totally do that. All right. So what's happening? What I'm wondering. All right. Well, we could planning. try to come. Go ahead. We're planning. So, what do we think? Hey, have you fully slid off the screen? Oh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It just slowly edges off screen as we play. It's kind of funny. Uh, is your house, does your house lean? Is that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> just like slowly like drifting off to the side. All of your yeah. things. You just wake up every morning and push everything back to the other end of the house. It's more that I've I've probably done my third quadrupel for the evening. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's a lot. Okay, how about this? How about you guys plan your stuff and we reconvene for the great battle next session? Sounds good. good. How smart is she? She's a troll, so... Not. Probably not that smart. 
So, I mean, also any, any illusions we can use would probably be helpful if anyone has. Mm. Oh. Or shiny like a, pieces of like metal. A, like an attractive male troll that just happens to be with your party. <laughs> yeah, you don't like, know. Hats of disguise. I summon a monster that she's attracted to. If it works on Bugs Bunny cartoons, it works in Pathfinder. Damn it! <laughs> do we have do we have a wheelbarrow and a Holocaust cloak? Yes, sure. exactly. All right, kids. All righty. Want some experience? You would like some experience? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, so how uh, how many people I mean, do you actually deserve experience? Hey, yeah. how many have, how many experience points were all those civilians in Townworth that we blew up? I mean, hey, that's, that, we went up a level. I hope we got the mind <laughs> right? It fits so nice. He said I could keep it. <laughs> Anything that's near here is going to taste weird. What's going to taste weird? Are you, are you talking about are you, again? are you talking about licking rocks again? What? what? No. Cutting I'm up. The the is a full you can emerge work. from the cave. <laughs> That is our bedroom, and but, uh, I mean the XP for an orphanage depends how many orphans yes. have got some levels okay, of fighter and stuff. I want right? it. I already have XP written on my paper. Give it to me. Look, there's even a little heart. Give, give it to me. It's written on my paper. Hal, you know me in my notes. I want to know my XP. Okay, so destroying the receiver array gets you one thousand two hundred experience points each. No, we blew up half the town. <laughs> okay, so three. Uh, I like that. Chat, chat likes to use milestone experience because you know. Yeah. I understand There's five of us. <laughs> Additionally, you have additional experience, believe oh, it or really? not. You have like reached a level. You have reached a level of scrap worth that has given you additional experience. Oh wow! Ooh. And I now have to find where it says it because scrap worth is listed about slave. nine times in this goddamn book. We, we need fifteen thousand total to level up to level six. Yeah, fifteen thousand. Yes, we'll divide it by five. Yeah. Okay, so you can have three thousand two hundred additional for this. Nice. 4,400. Still need over 10,000. Yep. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, what level are you, Tim? Five. Five. Pretty good. I, I get some cool abilities at six. Well, a cool ability. Well, kind of. A... What's, your, what's your cool ability? Oh, I just get an extra use of one of my uh, already... Uh, um, one of my um, spell sage wings. Oh, is it the one where you can cast a spell that isn't yours again? Yeah. Um, at level six, ah. I get, yeah, an extra, um, yeah, spontaneous cast. That's nice. So we I'll, get. I'll be able to cast Vanish on myself six times per day. <laughs> That's pretty nice, too. So yeah, we get 880 experience. What about, did we get rid of the thing that was in that area making these people Ooh, good question Tim. you didn't get experience for it so maybe you did maybe you didn't okay 
Oh, hey, at least I tried. I love, how, I love how you assume there's a thing. Maybe it was haunted. Maybe there was just, like, gas in the air. I don't know. I'm just asking. Well, something was affecting us. Maybe yeah, we made the whole thing crash down. A, maybe there was a gas leak. <laughs> now you're sounding like Ben in Black. It was just a gas leak. That With caused... the hydrogen balloon. <laughs> cool. All right. You did good. What did you get for experience? 880, I heard. Yeah. yeah. So it's 21, 186. Pretty good. You did good. I mean, ultimately, you destroyed the receiver array. Yeah, torch is safe. Oh, yeah, safer. Hooray for torch. Now, now you get to project yourself into the final push of this adventure. Yeah. Why does that, why does that sound like a bowel movement? I think it might uh, actually end up that way. This last piece, depending on how it goes, can go either really quite nicely or really quite horribly so i'm interested you know, to see according we... to our track record it's probably going to seem a lot more like a bowel movement i'm thinking so i'm thinking there's definitely going to be some there's definitely going to be some straining and some pushing and some desires to yeah don't forget the explosives you're just like chat, oh. agrees. chat agrees you still have explosives and i think it's always great fun when the party starts throwing explosives around indeed <laughs> I'm a huge fan of giving the party explosives because that's how the party loses fingers. But 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 why use them as ranged weapons when you can use them as melee weapons and make it even more fun? Right. I mean, Akez Two's weapon is quite long. I mean, Billy Gup's got a, a pole arm. Stick it on the end of that, and you know, no, I mean, have, have somebody else behind just ready to. I have evasion, so I could use it in my fist and just. Punch with it, and then <laughs> I have a crossbow that I have not hit anything with before that I could, you know. Crossbow explosives, Galarian's most powerful ingested poison. That's right. <laughs> Used against purple germs everywhere. I think chat might be suggesting you do go back to your original plan of sending a rotisserie chicken stuffed with silex to that troll. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that plan. Yeah. No. I think it's beautiful, and you know what? <laughs> It's very inspired. And just if, like, if Alexander just like has... Pop uh, from the arena. <laughs> and, and, and Alexander Alexander has prestidigitation and can make it taste better. And with a little bit of bluff, we can make it uh, look like a very tasty chicken. <laughs> we just oh, have to make sure that... Let us feast on this one chicken. Ooh, we'll no, do it better. We'll do a rotisserie goose. Right. Then we just set it off oh. as we enter the arena so we win the fight, but you know. <laughs> oh, I certainly hope this fight... Please, please, House Greg, if, if we lose this fight, please promise to care and nurture my, my, my pet chicken. It is my most treasured possession, which means it'll go after the chicken first, which is the plan. The, the bluff all along. There you go. Uh, I, have, I have like a plus nine to bluff. We could totally sneak... That's <laughs> like that. the first logic <laughs> I'm a little worried about specializing all my spells towards fighting the troll if we have to do anything significant after the troll. I mean, there are other members of the group. And also, you don't know what the fight's going to be, right? Because it could be anything. Yeah, yeah I, I guess that's what I was trying to get out of people is asking how she fought. And basically, she picks random shit depending on the day. Oh, right? it's, it's exciting, right? It's different every time. It's like a glass. You don't want to go oh, see the same Maya. fight over and over. But what about Dimvaya, um 
using that divination ability to snoop in on Hellscrag to find out what the plan is. Oh, I'm going to smash him with <laughs> barrels of flaming oil. <laughs> she makes or whatever. Like, uh, I like Chet's like optimism. Like get her to sneak into the locker room and see what the plays are. Yeah. Right. See, that's yeah. It's well, like driving people through the heart to see if they're a vampire because they'll die if they're a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. so like, why don't we just have like, like let's, let's like let's drown the witches, isn't it? Yes. Let's just have Kiernan like kill her in her sleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love myself. Well, that was great like, in the old AD and D days when you got just the assassination role as an as an assassin. Oh, you died. Yeah, if I if I uh if I used my hat or if I use my disguise ability to transform into a orc, go walking into the hell. Oh, I'm just yeah. here for uh, yeah. for my guard duty. I mean, you can sneak. You're great at sneaking. Just be like the invisible sneaky man. Yeah. <laughs> I would not I like that. Hey, I sneak in and murder the enemy. Fight starts two days early, bitch. Shank. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That's not a bad idea. What if we did an ambush? We could ambush other members of the uh, stuff outside the arena. Did something I think that was, for practice. I think that was my idea two sessions ago. Was to peck them off one at a time so that we could pick our own and pick I don't and choose know if we're our own. them off one at a time. I'm just saying, like, strike before they think that we're ready. No, they know you're not ready. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they would invite us in if they thought we were fully ready. I know. What we could do is at night, we'll go around, kill a bunch of civilians, and then go up two levels, then we'll be ready. So we all send a Kestu into Romance here while we go all and level up outside in the wilderness. Hey, those tentacles on the face. That could be Gene Simmons' effect in D&D &D Pathfinder. Are you saying we need to go off map a little bit and like just go kill random shit in the desert to pump ourselves up and come back? Exactly. We need a montage <laughs> in those two days. <laughs> okay. So out, out there killing rats until you level. Leroy Jenkins. So we'd get, you know, robots and things. Oh, All right, kids, say goodbye to the internet. Thank you goodbye. for watching. Talk to us on Discord. Stop talking over me, you little fuckers. Be busy <laughs> discussing, you little fucks with all your goodbyes. God. Website, Twitters, Discords, all of those social things. Come to the Patreon. Watch all the other audio. Now you can say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Have a Oops. good evening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed that session of Iron Gods. If you did, please visit us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and at www.rpgmp3.com and leave us some likes and comments. It's always great to hear from you. If you really liked it, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash rpgmp3 and support what we do. Every little helps to keep a site of this size up and running. Thank you for listening, and dungeon on.